0: Welcome to the Felicity Optimist versus Cynic podcast with us, your hosts, Melissa and Fish. This is a Felicity Rewatch podcast. We'll watch an episode each week and join you here to talk about it. And a reminder the one we always give this is not a spoiler free podcast. So we can, and I probably will mention some things (laughs) in this episode that come up in future episodes. And that's just how it works, not spoiler free. I am Melissa, and I'm here with my finicky co-host, Fish.
1: Fish, how are you doing? Well, to be finicky, I feel like uh, I'd like some more optimistic descriptions of myself going forward. Oh. I feel like we we went on a downward trajectory, starting with (laughs) gaseous. It's currently at (laughs) Finicky, Um, and I'm going to be finicky about it because I didn't say they weren't accurate. I just said I didn't like them as much as when you called me elegant or, um, I don't know, some of the other ones.
0: I feel like this is really fitting.
1: Yeah, thank you. Everything just happened. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what are we going to talk about today other than being finicky or Um, not being finicky? I don't know. We are going to talk about season four, episode 10, Fire. Fire. This one originally aired December 12th, 2001. It was written by Laurie McCarthy and directed by Joanna Kearns. Here's the episode description. Noel looks into starting his own business and resolves to distance himself from publicity. But an emergency at school brings them together in spite of their personal troubles. Meanwhile... Felicity finds new direction of her own in an art project. Ben becomes more studious than ever. And Megan learns that her visiting teenage sister, Kala Savage, is pregnant.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, now, I could be completely wrong about this, and often am. Um, my summary of this entire episode would go something like this. Mm-hmm. Ben passes Ochem. Felicity gets into Cavallo's class. Noel kind of gets over Felicity. The rest of the episode, I'm just going to put it out there. I could done without. I feel like nothing else in this episode probably sticks around or has any effect on the rest of the show. And I'm... I'm just gonna say it. I I wasn't that interested.
0: Oh my goodness, we are gonna we are gonna have such different feelings about this one. This will be exciting.
1: <laughs> oh, and surprising. Um,
0: that almost never happens, right, listeners? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. Yeah. So, well, but again, our, you, you know, know what happens. So Fish I and don't...
0: I, and how we feel about this episode, is sort of like the way the episode opens. We're on the street. Mm-hmm. We run into each other. It's weird. Um, yeah, that's I thought Ben publicity. maybe
1: perhaps was doing a walk of shame, but it appears that in fact it is days, weeks, months later, I don't know, probably not months, um, than his night with Lauren.
0: Yeah, I think that night with Lauren was just a night with Lauren. I think that it wasn't a longstanding thing. I think her being like, just one night, this is just a one time, like, I think that's Yeah,
1: I just, I thought this was the next day okay and it appears that i was incorrect
0: okay well ben is walking for somewhere he's on the street and felicity is walking for somewhere she's on the street and and they walk into each other unfortunately yeah. this is just gonna be weird it is well this is like yeah. hey so you haven't been at work and it's like yeah i've been yeah. studying she's like he also didn't call me back he's like yeah i've been studying." <laughs> i studying a lot oh okay cool yeah
1: all right <laughs> covered that ben's been studying yeah he's studious that's what's mm-hmm. happening
0: yep and they're gonna part awkwardly and felicity is gonna look back mm-hmm. and ben's gonna sort of shake his head i don't know it's uh, weird right
1: fast it's a weird, it's a weird opening. I mean, the best thing I can say about it is Felicity is wearing the red leather jacket that I love. And that's really it.
0: Yeah. We're going to start getting into straighter hair phase here for Felicity. And this is where it all comes apart for this me is as rough. a
1: human. I mean, I saw the braid that you were talking about it's and I was like, Oof.
0: yeah, this is I mean, I feel like she's,
1: she's had straighter hair, but the braid accentuates
0: it's not the yeah. only episode where she's going to have the braid. All I'm saying. Guys, if I can just be real with you for a minute. Look, I have hair sort of like Felicity's from freshman year. And I I, I feel like hers is a little bit, uh, a little fluffier. But I really connected to this show and this character, partly because of the hair. I didn't mind that she cut it. I was fine with that still had curly hair if anything i tried to emulate that my junior year when in college when i saw her junior year hair and i thought i want to be just like her (laughs) and uh this is beyond the pale okay there's nothing wrong with curly hair all right don't try to tell me that it needs to be straightened because i've had a lot of people in my life tell me that it needs to be straightened
1: i fully agree it does not need to be straightened you have beautiful curly hair but I mean, just another reason, perhaps, uh, that people don't enjoy her, Warren has taken the curly haired Uh, role. So, you know. She has great hair. I'm telling you. She does. And the thing
0: about it with Carrie Russell, Carrie Russell is gorgeous with almost any look of all time. Like she is just a person who somehow looks beautiful regardless of what she's done to herself. And she kind of just stayed with this straighter hair thing.
1: And i was like you traitor i mean i do feel like she she's had straighter hair earlier in this season and i kind of pointed it out and you were like but there will be a braid and that will be the moment yeah. and so we're here we're but right i do on. feel like this is not the first episode where she's had straight hair this I know. season uh, but, you know hey you don't like the braid i get that the braid was like ugly you know.
0: She looks fine. She looks fine. Okay. I, um, it's just a personal attack is all on me. (laughs) And I'm not standing for it without saying something. (laughs) That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. Um, it's fine. It's fine. She says, sadly, Noel is in the bathroom. (laughs) And he is, this is kind of an interesting uh, visual that they give us. Because we see somebody, we don't know yet that it's Noel. We see somebody in the bathroom cleaning a razor. And then we see them put that razor into a cabinet. And we're going to see that same person grab meds. And I feel like the connection between razor and meds wasn't something I needed.
1: I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah. I just sort of thought morning routine yeah he's shaving he's taking his meds. um
0: yeah that's I think what they were going for but I was like oh this kind of plays weird
1: yeah now that you mention it <laughs> yeah it's a little creepy it's um, only when he closes the mirror
0: that we actually see that it's Noel but I think you probably get an idea from where the yeah. last episode when ended we to- see
1: when we yeah. see the meds I'm like ah no
0: that's gonna be Noel yeah And we're going to cut from there to him being at his therapist who's just checking in because Noel's just started these meds and uh, Noel's like, yeah, the meds are okay. Situation hasn't changed, but you know, things are getting better, I guess. The The
1: doctor's very, um, he asks the right questions. He's like, how are the meds different? How throughout this episode, I feel like he just, um, he really, he really keeps the the questions minimal and to the point.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, we need to give this guy dialogue in five word chunks or less. Um, <laughs> the, Noel's like, well, okay, so like, things are clearer. And I'm going to give you another metaphor now, Mr. Therapist. Mm-hmm. It was like I was looking through a dirty window before. Now it's clean.
1: And of course, the doctor's going to say, and what do you see out this clean window like um okay i i personally don't connect with this uh metaphor but maybe others do um looking through a dirt i don't know depression looking through a dirty window meds now clean i don't know maybe I don't know. well i guess you we'll know have that experience
0: depression can feel like a lot of things and i guess it's helpful to have to put language to it that feels more descriptive especially if it was was being done at a time when people weren't necessarily happy to say i have depression right you know it's it like well let's talk about what that feels or looks feels like. like yeah it maybe just that doesn't you'll seem
1: like it's an emotion, I guess. Like sure. maybe, I don't know what it feels like to be looking out of a dirty window from inside. If I and, think about a time in my life clean. when
0: I was sort of tapping into this, I I was referring to it as I feel like I'm experiencing everything from underwater. She, which felt she like- really
1: connected to the- his brothers just yeah I do
0: think that's kind of an interesting way for me to connect with it because I remember feeling like everything I'm just feel like I'm moving really slowly through everything um hmm. and it's all just a little I don't know a little heavy
1: um yeah I get the heavy I get the like crushing weight that's the like metaphor I would go with
0: okay well they've given us no end Many. Of depression metaphors Many here and this is another one we got here. Yeah. So, you know, through the clean window, the now clean window, Noel can see he needs a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really... he screwed what he, up
1: his old one.
0: Yeah. And then he's like, but actually what I really want is to start my own business, which is different than going out and finding a job. That's a very different yeah. set of steps to do. Um, right. But so he's identified the idea of starting his own business. I don't think we've ever... Heard I don't talk surprised. about
1: that before. Yeah, I was surprised. I don't remember this being a thing.
0: Yeah, um, you know, he from 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 Felicity's freshman year, we knew that he had a website of his own.
2: Loveprank.com. Yes, um,
0: yeah, we knew that he had these skills, but I definitely haven't heard him talk about being on being an entrepreneur. But here it is.
1: Um, he doesn't strike me as the entrepreneurial type, only because. He seems like he would be a bit anxious. I feel Mm. like if he was gonna start his own business, he would need uh like a co-founder. Like I feel like he'd do really well with you know how um a lot of businesses have co founders where you have like the visionary and then the operations person.
0: It's funny that you say that, Bish. Yeah. Who's the operations
1: person? (laughs) He
0: is, that's gonna happen. He's gonna get a co
1: founder. Okay. Among
0: the people you already know.
1: Oh, my God. Is it Zoe? No. Is she a visionary? Okay. Who's a visionary? I feel like Javier is a visionary, but I don't think he's going to join up.
0: It's Ruby's baby. (laughs) God,
1: damn it i knew it that was too easy it was so <laughs> easy
0: so ruby's baby eva she's gonna go like goo goo ga ga and he's like that's brilliant <laughs> i shall operationalize it immediately oh that wow. was everything i wanted to happen in succession so um <laughs> okay well just planting that seed that'll be fun for you to think about until we see it happen Awesome. But he's a. Uh, the thing about starting his own business is that he's getting sidetracked.
1: Yeah, and the doctor at this point is being very pointed. He's <laughs> like, "Hmm, you know, you said you didn't look for a job over the summer because of Felicity. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, basically, he's just mm-hmm. like, Noel can talk, but here's the thing:
0: mm-hmm.
1: spend less time with Felicity." yeah do get back on track. Just let me identify your problem for you. It starts with an f and <laughs> it ends with an elicity.
0: I remember the f- first I don't know forty times I saw this where I was like, <laughs> this is this is a lot. This is' a therapist doing too much here. like it, like i it felt like maybe, uh, I don't know if I felt like that because I didn't want noel and felicity to be split or if i felt like that because um i thought this guy was really clunky in his methods of how he got there it was just like here is your problem i don't want to be paid for more than one session i just want you to know your problem felicity (laughs) felicity is your problem don't see her anymore and then you won't need to keep coming back like it was just it was just it just felt like did therapists talk like this
1: I'm not going to lie. I have, I so far have found him to be much more realistic than Dr. Pavone. Yeah. um, In a therapeutic setting because he doesn't say like, don't ever see Felicity. He's repeating back things that Noel has said to him. He's like, you had the whole summer. You didn't look for a job and you spent it with Felicity. You've been talking a lot about Felicity and he doesn't say don't ever see her. He's just like, Okay. Spend less time with her mm-hmm. until you're back on track. Like sure. if what you want is a job to st- and start your own business and not get sidetracked, this is what you've told me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So try it.
0: I guess that's sort of where the line blurs for me a little bit here where it's like, okay, yeah, this is in the context of a job, but I think as we go through this episode, it's going to just be like the general presence of Felicity in his life. And I I don't know that I see like a clear end date to this, like spend less time with Felicity. It's just
2: a, a general directive
0: right now. But it's like, where are we heading with this instruction? Um, This is an exercise to do, but is, you know what does that look like in actual practice and how long does all continue that process i don't know that we've got a clear picture
1: of that here and i doubt the therapist does yeah you know i think you know this has just been more my experience of (laughs) therapist says back to you things you have said and it's like give it a shot you know Mm -hmm. it's it's not a you have to do this. Like, I'm not here to tell you, you have to take medicine. Like, I'm not here to tell you, you have to be away from Felicity. But this is what you have identified yourself as the issue. Yeah, perhaps take a step back. And what I find really frustrating is Noel's reaction, which is, I don't know if I can do that. I'm like, in the end of last season, Yeah, I remember a very specific toilet paper filled moment where you were like, you're not in my life anymore. What happened to that guy?
0: I think, you know, I think that Felicity is a crutch for him. I think that he doesn't know what life would look like without her. I think that he, you know, he did spend a summer with her not doing the other things that he was meant to be doing, like the, you know, getting on with life stuff. And I think there's a reason he was doing that. Like, maybe it's because he was into her, but maybe it was also he wasn't... What was he avoiding, you know, in the process of of sort of hiding with Felicity? Um, I think they were both hiding with each other. Yeah. And, like, he has to both... You know, if anything... she's sort of his addiction, like she's sort of the substance that he uses to, I don't know, to cope.
1: Yeah, I could see that. Um, Do you feel like maybe Noel either has sort of a fear of success slash imposter syndrome or a fear of failure that he's kind of why he hasn't moved on with this kind of job search or there's got to be something something right i mean there's
0: got to be something here because i really don't feel it's just an obsession with felicity i feel it is maybe in equal part what he's avoiding and is what he's avoiding a scary unknown future is what he's avoiding the success of starting a business of his own. Like, I I think you might look at him doing what he did with Zoe first day on the job in the office as self-sabotage. So Mm -hmm. is that a fear of success? And so he sabotaged his way out of success. I think I lean more towards fear of success than fear of failure.
1: Yeah, I kind of do too yeah it's interesting like he doesn't want to stand on his own yeah didn't he say at some point that like the thing that he was most scared of was like dying alone or something did i make that up
0: could have been i
1: um bring that off
0: the top of my head
1: hmm.
0: yeah noel has got some big things to grapple with right now that's for sure But let's go over to Dean and DeLuca where Felicity and Javier are chatting Mm -hmm. because Ben's been canceling all his shifts. He's like, he's so studious now. I know he studies all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and Uh, Javier's like, that's great, except he's not coming to work, he canceled all his shifts. Not
1: cool. Also, Felicity, can you take all his shifts? Yeah. Um, hmm.
0: Well, and it's a funny conversation, right? Because Felicity is like feeling inspired by what she's seeing from Ben. She's like, you know, now that I think about it, I should be, I should be applying myself more. I mean, I'm working with Cavallo and I haven't even taken advantage of that. Like he was the guy, remember back when he was the guy who was my entry, you know, that he's how I was going to get into the honors art program. He said, no, I'm working with him now. What am I doing with my life?
1: Yeah. And Javier's like shifts need filling. Yeah, you.
0: He tells this random story when she mentions Canvalo. He's like, "It's like me with Tito Puente." She's like, "You studied with Tito Puente?" He's like, "No, no, no, no. He was a neighbor. I could have met him, and then he didn't, and then he moved, and then he died. Story over."
1: I don't actually know who that is, and I didn't even bother to look it up. Musician.
0: Ah. As okay. much as I have, if you want to, if you want to filibuster here for a second fish, I'm going to look them up and give
1: you a proper definition. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't take the time to look them up. So, but, um, Felicity is going to make a little pledge to herself that she's going to show Cavallo her new stuff and she's not going to take no until she gets into that program. And then she takes the shift that Javier asks her to. And because we'll see later. Because she can't say No. Yes, and we will see later. She also will take no from Cavallo. Um, So, not great. great, Uh, great.
0: You know Tito Puente. So Tito Puente, he is best known for the, so, okay, uh, American musician, songwriter, band leader, Timbalero, and record producer. He is best known for dance-oriented mambo and Latin jazz compositions from his 50-year career. His most famous song is Oye Como Va. Oye Como Va.
1: You know, I know that one from. Um, oh shoot, the Latin, oh the Latin jazz musician that I really like, whose name I can't remember right now.
0: Back, this is going to be harder. Back for me to you more on with. that later.
1: Yeah, uh, Poncho Sanchez. Okay. He also does a great version of uh, Watermelon Man. Um, yes, you're right. I do know that song.
0: Okay, Javier could have potentially at least met this guy. But didn't. Um, <laughs> and then and I found $20. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're continuing to see. I think what's interesting to me about this episode is that here we are. Years after freshman year. And so much uh, like we're seeing sort of the same setup of a story. But it feels different. Like somehow we're back here, you know? Here's Felicity, you know, kind of having trouble asserting herself, but resolving to do it uh, and then continuing to not be able to say no and just doing doing whatever she needs to do to help everybody. Like, like everybody asks her to do stuff, she doesn't, right? And uh, she's taking on some more shifts from Ben. Great. You know, and then, you know, Noel... It's like, how many times does this guy have to help Felicity uh, before he puts himself first? And I think this is an interesting episode for me because we're starting to see a couple cycles get broken. Um, I will be interested to hear. Particularly with Noel. I
1: think they are broken.
0: <laughs> yeah, particularly with Noel. Um, okay. But like for Noel, it's like, oh my God, are we here again? Again, like... Something about this episode is so striking to me because it's just like, just as he's like, I am really going to set a boundary this time. I'm really going to. Se- oh no, never mind. No, I'm really going to do it. <laughs> and he just like, you like, he has to fight the world at every turn. Um, and and I think Felicity huh. is like almost more of an idea than a person at this point. It's just like he just somehow keeps getting drawn back in, and um, you know, Felicity is is going to continue to be the the Ben or Noel, you know, like getting drawn to both of these things. And Ben know. is in a slightly different place now. Um, well, it's a very different place. And um, yeah, he's
1: in a very different place. I don't feel like Felicity is any more drawn to Noel. I mean, the guy just saved her life and she's like, nah. um,
0: I don't feel that way at all.
1: Really? I don't feel like it was I feel like at the end of
0: this episode, maybe not romantic, but I feel like he's just been there for her always. So the idea of him not being there for her is like, what is happening? Like, it's very foreign. She's used to calling upon him. She's used to asking him for help. Um, But he did.
1: I I mean, he does. He puts his own life at risk for her. I mean, to me, it's kind of like... uh, Sure, he can continue to say, like, I'm not gonna come in and shower with you, but like do just put his life on the line. And yeah. again, her reaction is not a romantic one, which to me means she's still hundred percent focused on Ben. So Yeah, but I, I, I think she's like continuing not a lot to, to
0: like I think old no you know what? Let's talk about that when we get there, shall we?
1: Sure right now uh,
0: what are we doing <laughs> Whoa, what, what what kind of ship am I running here
1: um guys, right you now we're going be... to another so uh, plot line yeah that again I I could be wrong but I feel like maybe is it Lila or Layla Lila mm-hmm. that Lila does she eat does she get another episode nope. is this it I think yeah, this is it. that's what I thought so I sure okay this is a this so is a thing
0: the reason i find this interesting is not because of lila
1: i also don't find her mother thing interesting
0: okay i i do find that interesting because we never really get to see we kind of hear glimpses of what megan's evolution with their parents has been well, and the evolution
1: is they wrote her off
0: They did, but then here we are, you know, like, I just, I think that this is so, um, I think there's actually quite a lot to unpack with her mom, more so than with Lila. Um, I think Lila's a device here. Lila, that's you. You're a device.
1: You're a device. Yeah. So Sean is going to sit around and he's like, I would like to send Schmegan shirts off to retailers And they're just not going to sell them. And he's a little pissed. And I still hate the name Schmegan. But Megan is kind of nervous. You know, she's got that nervous energy. She's got on, you know, nice shirt and her hair's done. Her jewelry is not so great. But um, she's ready. She is ready for Lila to show up. She's so cool. She's going to introduce her to Sean. And she's just ready for her to come upstairs. Mm Mm-hmm and yeah. Lila does
0: yeah and what, one of the little touches they put in here that I kind of enjoyed was that when Lila buzzes up she, mm-hmm. they, Megan and Lila have this little like I don't know what would you even call this and just like a little song that call they made back, refrain,
1: back. yeah it's like yeah
0: I hate you I hate you <laughs> bye happy holidays I <laughs> absolutely like this absolutely reminded me of some of these things like my sister and i had some stuff like this that was almost always created in the car on family vacations <laughs> and um like we had a whole little language that i taught her oh, uh wow. which was mostly just numbers and some random words <laughs> um we would we would just have i remember a trip to i want to say it was disney world and uh my parents We were getting very close to the destination. And my mom was like, look for signs for alligator by you. And I remember turning to my sister. I was like, we want alligator by you, not alligator far away. And (laughs) by the time we got to our destination, I was leading my sister in a chant. Alligator by you, alligator far away, alligator by you, alligator far away. And like this stuff. Like, this is this is the kind of stuff that when siblings are getting along can happen um, until somebody beats the pulp out of the other one. (laughs) This is so
1: interesting, the sister versus maybe brother dynamic, because I had, you know, younger brother, we we got along. We never did that. Well. that was another thing
0: (laughs) that this stuff had a very short shelf life because we never normally spent this much time around each other so at some point in our family vacations it would take a real turn for the worse and it would be one alligator by you alligator far away too much
1: yeah (laughs) we would get on each other's nerves sometimes but for the most part we just like played games in the car or we'd like share half of uh because you didn't have earbuds right you had those like walkman things sure. so you'd have to like put your heads near each other <laughs> and hear stuff mm-hmm. um we'd like share music but and we'd tell like you know jokes or we'd like start laughing and then as soon as we would like laugh or like be happy together we'd get yelled at for being too loud yeah so you <laughs> we were like um we're not fighting We're laughing. That's like the opposite of fighting. (sighs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I guess all this to say, siblings. Siblings can be fun. Sometimes you have your own little quirks, your own little language, your own little inside jokes, and we're getting an inside look directly into one of those with Megan and Lila. And yeah, so Lila's gonna come up. She is pregnant
1: she seemingly is pregnant and yet she is very much pretending not to be pregnant yeah she's like, I and both Sean and Megan Sean and Megan are like she's she's pregnant right it's she's not like, just no the I just gained weight
0: no 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 this is not the bump of a gain of weight yeah I was um, like all right um I mean she's not wrong she did in <laughs> fact gain weight but there was a reason
1: yes yeah. she's all baby i mean there's no like extra weight she has anywhere else like she's 100 percent gained weight
0: some might even call that a area. prosthetic baby bump but that's fine um
1: but they didn't go to any extra lengths to make it look like perhaps she had put on weight in other places yeah
0: yeah
1: but i you know i think we've both known people like this who it's like they're still really skinny and yet they have a baby in them
0: yeah yeah she she looks pretty far along you know when she's showing up at the doorstep and and then we're going to put a pin in this storyline and come back to it, is what we're going to do. Right? Because first, we have to see Cavallo looking at Felicity's work, because she's making this thing happen. All right?
1: And I just have to say, these paintings, sorry, not about it. Don't like them.
0: Yeah. I actually wrote, ew. Yeah. Well, I think Cavallo was thinking the same thing. He's like, oh, there's texture and there's movement. Okay. <laughs> and
1: like, then Cavallo gives her the it. old
0: keep at it. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> <sighs> She's like, I will. Yeah, you bet. Uh Uh-huh. But then she's going to take this another step. And she's going to say, okay, wait. I want to try for the honors program again. So please, like, give me actual feedback.
1: Yeah. And the way she says it is be brutally honest. Yeah. So you expect maybe, or I expected Cavallo to say something that was... Perhaps um less than motivational for her. Mm -hmm. But what he says seems like something he should have just said. Like at the beginning, like months ago, right? Seems like like it should have been part of the application process.
0: I agree.
1: (laughs) Like what's your
0: theme? State it in five words or less.
1: Yes, you're doing a thesis. Yeah. So his advice is, you got too many ideas, love and the energy, but this is a thesis. You need a singular, cohesive theme. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, Right. Her mind (laughs) is blown by this
0: concept. And she's actually really excited about this feedback because she's like, this is something I can work with. I uh, now understand what I need to do theme you want a theme i'll get
1: you a theme all right right i will be back yeah when there's a theme
0: when she asks if she can show her work again but she has a cohesive theme he's like you bet because <laughs> what else is he gonna say
1: and yeah, she there works we have for it him. we can't get away
0: yeah that's the thing she's got him she's got him in a tight spot here
1: yeah
0: Well, we're going to go. Doesn't
1: come off as creepy. I'm just going to say no. He doesn't. They've they've removed the creepy element. Thank
0: God. Um, Well, that may not be consistent. Yeah, I didn't need more of that. Is what I'm saying. So I'm happy to take the other episode as an isolated incident. Sure. Um, Yeah, we're going to go to Oakham. Yes, we are. Hodges has learned some lessons.
1: (laughs) Yes he in this in this whole episode his face except for like one moment is just it's stone yeah. he is so serious
0: i think that's why i think it's a nice contrast to have though because at the moment when it's not stone anymore yeah your whole body lights up and becomes warm like uh, for me i was
2: yeah. like
0: oh yeah. and they only could have gotten there if hodges is a hard ass the rest of the time um but the thing is like even within that stone face he's he has learned some lessons mm-hmm. um like he's in front of the class sharing what's going to be on the final and he's being explicitly clear like he's yes. not interested in having the same confusions as happened on the midterm
1: and yeah. um some may say a little defensive Mm-hmm. he's like i understand there have been some confusions in the past mm-hmm. let me just make it extremely clear mm-hmm. so there's no confusion looking directly at trevor
0: yeah like i'm <laughs> not looking for binge drinking and nope. comas at the end of this final let me be yeah. clear about that too or at Um, least
1: if they happen it's not my fault
0: yes I would like all of you to sign this waiver and we yeah so he's sharing what's going to be on the final Trevor is in complaint mode he's just there to complain but Ben's like quiet not even
1: he completely ignores Trevor yeah. Like he just keeps taking notes. I mean, yeah. Hodges is there saying, all right, we're doing carbohydrates. It's comprehensive. And Ben is just taking notes, completely focused. Trevor's talking. Ben doesn't hear him.
0: And you've got to figure, you know, it's been a second since we've seen Ben in this class, but you have to figure this is what Ben is doing in this class. And Hodges has been clocking it. You know, like you can't not see the intensity on Ben. Ben's yeah. whole demeanor. He is there to work and um, he's taking his second chance and he's running with it. I don't necessarily know. Hodges mentions extending his office hours. I don't necessarily know that. I imagine Ben's been going to his office hours, but.
1: I think if he has a question, he is, because apparently the person who's supposed to be helping him Elena has just been like giggly and distracted and you know whatever with Trev over here so yeah you know where else Trevor's is to get the information
0: Trevor's wanting to study with Elena Ben is like no heck no <laughs> I, absolutely not no because you guys don't study is the thing I want to study you guys want to just mess around That's I right. can't have it anymore I can't Which, have it
1: I know wow ben. see this is what I don't wow. understand though. Why study with Trevor? Because Elena's the one who's going to help you. So well, right just now, neither ditch neither of them are. Trevor, yeah. study with Elena, and then let Trevor and Elena do whatever they want.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess this is the this is sort of like the really Ben's probably better off just studying on his own at this point. Um, I think he's better off studying with Elena. Not if what we're going to, you know, put it in that Without. for a second without Trevor yeah that's not an option is the thing apparently because all we know about Elena is she's background character who giggles with Trevor right now um but there we are but she's you know they're doing their thing um you know who else is doing his thing no no he's gone to a printer he's working Mm -hmm. on some sort of a logo
1: yeah Noel crane graphics
0: but put a logo uh, he promptly drops like all those papers on the, on the street on the yeah. sidewalk
1: and then this chick with a weird braid comes up mm-hmm. and I'm just like who is, like all I can see is the braid and I get that she's helping him but I'm like why do you have this weird ass braid mm-hmm. in your hair just ignore her Noel she's not worth your time
0: yeah felicity is running into him and she's going to help him pick up all these drop loose papers they're all over the place but she sees his logo she's like oh my god no crane graphics
1: let's be clear felicity was the one with the weird braid that's true
0: thank you for clarifying because <laughs> i'm sure nobody listening remembers the braid because my god um <laughs> Yeah, she sees these papers and she's loving the logo. She's loving the idea, the love the idea of having his own business. She's supportive. His he's, he's yeah. trying to be he's trying not to turn this into a full-blown conversation, but he's he, failing.
1: He's trying to get away. He's yeah. trying to get away quickly before he says anything that could, you know, prolong his his time with Felicity before he gets himself on track.
0: But, but it's, and don't yes. you fear because she's going <laughs> to fill the silence. She's like, well, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I apply for the honor seminar, the, the the honors program with Cavallo is what I did.
1: And well, then, like great. I don't have to help with that at all. Wait yeah. A <laughs> Noel's,
0: Noel's drawn in though, by that. And he's like, oh, maybe you could get his input now. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He told me I need a thesis. I can't even believe I didn't think of that. You know, <laughs> can't even believe it wasn't on the application. Noel says, well, if you need help.
1: I know. And you're like, just like, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Take it back. Put it back in your mouth. I Take know. The words put them back in your mouth
0: oh Noel, just offering things he can't you know he's not there to carry out and then felicity's like oh i hadn't even thought okay great cool well let me let me give it some thought and i might run some ideas by you he's like "Uh
1: (laughs) 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 uh-huh what a mistake cut to noel and his therapist where noel's just sitting there going i'm saying yes to questions." she hasn't even asked yep. and the therapist at this moment just continues to ask the question why 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 mm-hmm. i want to make her happy why what well, makes me happy why because we're friends <laughs> yeah
0: He's, and the therapist is finally like enough's enough didn't yeah. we last time we talked right do you, do you remember the last time we talked when we said that that gets you off track
1: yeah And he's like, uh, yeah. So, so I should like stop doing that. Is that a (laughs) therapist is like, uh uh-huh. Yeah. Good good job. (laughs) Good job, Noel. Well done,
0: Noel. You got there. You got
1: there. Yeah. Um.
0: Gosh. I mean. Yeah. This therapist must have been like, oh, this guy.
1: Yeah. yeah well we're gonna Let's go back into water hmm. um go back yes no we forgot to mention at the oh. end of the last lila scene yeah she was pretending not to be pregnant but still needed to ask to go to the bathroom um supposedly so that she could clean herself up you know in addition to having to pee because you know she's pregnant
2: mm-hmm.
1: um what i found very interesting about this next scene megan walks in and is like lila you've been taking some time in here megan has completely changed her outfit lila's been in there so long megan had to go through a wardrobe change
0: wow yeah ask me if i noticed did you notice that nope yeah these are the types of details you're just not gonna get from me listeners but that's why we love fish right Uh, wow Well, so Lila's been in the bathroom for a little while because she's trying to get the smell of
1: smoke out of her clothes. Pot. Pot out of her clothes. Pot. Her sweaters reek of pot.
0: Megan's like, you're smoking up? And she's like, no, it's my roommate. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And then Lila does the worst thing. She says the worst thing she could possibly say to Megan, which is, you are getting just like mom yeah which Megan
0: doesn't really take that bait she's kind of like
1: look all right she takes it in stride she I can hear her internal monologue it's like I can't I can't hit my pregnant sister I can't hit yeah my pregnant sister
0: she's I mean she at the end of the day there's a problem here you know like Megan is not going to be a person who's going to sit living in this world of the, I'm not pregnant. I've just gained weight visit. (laughs) She's like, we're not doing this. So Megan actually gets there subtly. She's like, you know, I am here for you. And she gives her that look like, can you stop BSing me? Can we just stop with this? (laughs) 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 And Lila just crumbles she's like you can't tell mom and dad
1: yeah that is rough That's um rough. because later we will find out how old she is so
0: mm, yeah so. megan's gonna reluctantly swear to that and they're gonna hug megan's worried you can see it on her face she doesn't look this is a big secret to keep she isn't her sister is going to have some problems she's going to struggle here megan isn't really in a position
1: to help her to the extent that she needs help and also how is this even going to be possible to keep the pregnancy of their daughter from her parents i mean well until i realize what lila's plan is which has not been revealed and how old she is yeah. Many things are unclear at this point. But yeah. um, from my perspective, with the information we have right now, I was like, this seems like an impossible task.
0: Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. But we'll come back to that in a moment. Because first, we're going to get Felicity. Mm-hmm. Felicity is searching the dictionary. Yes. She's trying to find her theme. She She finds a word that she likes. We don't know what it is yet she's like ah what did i always do with noel when i was coming up with a big decision i checked my magic eight ball so she does that
1: which she i don't gets understand an how that's not ruined from when noel threw it now that you reminded me of that
0: yeah maybe maybe she got a new
1: magic eight ball maybe it's a really durable magic eight ball i have used those magic eight balls they are not that durable <laughs> <laughs> well- Maybe this one is. Uh,
0: they should be because well, do people always get the answers they want from magic eight balls? Probably not. I mean, shooting the messenger much? Yeah.
1: I mean, I feel like that was built in into the magic eight ball experience of like you're gonna have to replace this a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is yeah. that? What is yeah. that phrase? Um, Something obsolescence.
2: Are magic eight balls into
1: obsolescence. Oh yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 100%. I mean, that's like asking if Rubik's Cubes are still a thing.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thank God.
0: Well, I, I just haven't thought about them since college and watching this show, <laughs> I guess, is the deal. So, all right. Felicity's going to get an answer she likes. She's going to smile. She's in a room. And then we're going to cut to Noel in his office, where Felicity is about to drop by because, I mean, Noel did offer to help.
1: He did. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's surrounded by Chinese food logos in his guidance counselor office, and he's just waiting. Just you know, he's bait. He's, he's just sitting there waiting for Felicity to come in and say, Hey Noel, pinatas?
0: Yeah, she's she's come up with a theme idea that she is feeling good about. She's, what do you think about pinatas? He's like,
1: um. Well, I like them. <laughs> no. I'm not going to lie. When she first said pinatas, I was not a fan, but I did like her explanation.
0: I like her explanation and I like the resulting art, to be honest with you. No. In fact, I, I'm, you know what? This is going to be my note from an optimist. Here we go. Oh, all right. Pinatas. Mm-hmm. I almost never think about them, I've hardly <laughs> ever used them but they're fun and they're violent mm-hmm. and they're associated with fun and they've on many levels, right? Cause there's an activity and the treats and there could be all kinds of treats if you really wanted. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish I had a party I could go to right now where mm-hmm. I could crack open a pinata and there's teamwork involved. And blindfolds. I mean, what a wonderful, what a wonderful thing. And I enjoy that this theme resonated for Felicity as like life bats you around a little, but sometimes that's when the surprises come out. Well, that's a nice idea. Plus, I like the idea that we're now going to start moving away, at least in this episode, from Felicity doing paintings of black sludge goop and giant stenciled words to more colorful more colorful festive sorts of paintings so i feel like we're really heading into a world where more things are possible now because of pinatas fish tell me your problems
1: with pinatas i mean i only have two words okay cultural appropriation okay. <laughs> I just thought I'd make it awkward for us. That's um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the way that she talks about them. I like they're colorful. I don't think she makes any real art, and um, she, she draws does. two
0: lines in an arch. Okay, she does. She does. And when we see them, when <laughs> we're going to see the studio burning, she's done a lot of pinata art.
1: And don't get me wrong, I actually like the burn studio like setup. Like mm-hmm. I really think that was a great um a they great took,
0: scene. They put a lot of care into setting that up, I think.
1: Yeah. That was really I,
0: well con, like
1: very well constructed,
0: done. isn't it right?
1: I liked it well. much better than when she had her paintings. <laughs> um
0: sometimes the shots they set up in that studio are very interesting. Um Like I was mentioning that one with our bullfighter friend. Yeah. Um, Uh, Jail. Yeah. Somebody had to do all the art that they're going to burn. So they, they really did have quite a lot of like, she had done a lot of work in her session in the studio and she had, she had a bunch of canvases with a bunch of paintings and um, you know, they got, they commissioned, you know,
1: however many people to do those pieces and they, they put them up all over the place. Or they just let their children run free in some art mm-hmm. studio for a while. Use them. I'm still really
0: glad that this is the look that they gave us instead of black sludge. Like,
1: is it that an I, oil spill? Yes. That or I like agree. slam. <laughs> I agree
0: with. You know, like the, some of that stuff was too abstract for me on any level, but
1: I don't know. I, I Even the this, theme is good. I, I, again, I like her description, you know, you get knocked around a bit and, uh, and she feels shaken up and she's waiting for the surprise to come out. I don't know that I saw the surprise come out this episode, but maybe it'll be later. Um, unless the surprise was supposed to be the art, in which case I don't like what came out.
0: I think the surprise is... Ben, uh, Ben calling her.
1: No, you, I feel like it, if Felicity is the pinata, a call from Ben cannot fall out of it. The surprise has to come from inside the pinata. No, the 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 it's she the fire. Shaken up, yeah,
0: it's the fire and that shakes beating. it up. And Ben is out of her orbit right now. So like the fact that this sort of, uh, I mean, a tragedy with not as many consequences as you'd think there would be Um, like nobody's hurt in this fire. It seems that most of the damage was restricted to her studio (laughs) and, or at least the art studios area of the administration building and obviously her stuff is very damaged, but she gets out of it the compassion of Kavala. Well, I'm just spoiling the whole episode. I don't know. Stop <laughs> me when you want me, want when you want to, but I think that there are good things that come out of the fact that she was in the fire both with Cavallo and with Ben feeling compassion
1: to call her because he's just not the, in her
0: orbit anymore.
1: I don't think the piñata is the fire. I think she is the pinata,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and the surprise has to come out of her. So it's some sort of internal growth. It's some. It's something that has to come from the pinata. And and she says, "I feel shaken up. I'm waiting for the surprise to come out. Like it. That, at least that's the way I interpreted it. At yeah. which then frustrated me because Noel tries." try so desperately to talk about himself yeah and nothing surprising happens felicity thinks it's about her
0: yeah he's he's <laughs> so, having a real hard time He is having a very hard time setting these limits Yeah, he can't for the life of him she's like tell me about pinatas he's like you know there's just there's some stuff going on like emotional yeah. stuff she's like but yeah that's what I would deal with the emotional. he's like no with me
1: <laughs> yeah this this is about me now yeah okay.
0: he's like I want to
1: help
0: and he trails off so like, I just oh my god I just barged in you're dealing with stuff you know you're working on your business
1: He's like yeah it's not it's a little bit more than that um he just needs to tell her she's a distraction they shouldn't be spending time together, but he's sitting there making her say it, yeah. which is so painful.
0: Fortunately, she knows him well enough to be able to finish his sentences, but he is not like he is finding it so darn impossible yeah. to articulate himself and to set these limits. And it's um it a little bit reminded me of the breakup conversation
1: with Julie and Ben. Well, it reminded me of the breakup conversation with um, Felicity and Ben. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, okay, I have to say this. All right, I'll break up with myself. I'll set limits between us, myself, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's, hard, it's hard to watch. And it's just like so hard for Noel. And he says, I need to get my life on track. She's like, okay, so you're saying uh what are you saying yeah i actually really love that moment of acting from carrie russell um it's something that i remember noticing even like the first time i saw it and just that sort of like okay so you're saying and she's sort of like like something about her mouth kind of works around like what is happening yeah like i i don't know (laughs) if i get this um and he's in Noel still can't answer that question directly it's like no. uh, I don't know <laughs> like you're saying we shouldn't spend time together correct yes and then Noel's able to the she broke the seal and now Noel's able to just affirm instead of say
1: it yeah but he will end the scene while she's leaving his office with really into that pinata idea like, mm-hmm. go forth and and do that yeah so this is sort of a bat to the pinata the whole
0: Noel being like yeah Marie we can't we can't do this yeah. so we are going to go to a studying session where Ben is thoroughly pissed
1: he's so annoyed he's yeah so annoyed he
0: is just. Really frustrated, and Trevor and Elena are flirting. Yep,
1: and giggling.
0: Yeah, and Ben's like, "This is crazy," and he leaves. He's
1: like, "I'm going to the library." Yeah, he storms out of the room. Trevor's like, "All right, I'll go after him." Yeah, i didn't have to go after him, Trev. You probably
0: shouldn't have, because Ben's know. like, "I'm sick of this. Yeah. I'm so sick of it." Trevor's like, "You know, man, there are other things besides studying. You know." Ben's like, "Nope, not for me." That's right. Ouch. Imagine, imagine if I had told you freshman year that we would get to a point where Elena would be the one fooling around and giggling with a guy and Ben was the one who needed to seriously study.
1: I don't think I would have been a hundred percent surprised about Ben. Elena, I still feel like this is weird. Yeah. This is just weird. Yep. You know what else is weird? what a slow motion scene where felicity carries a pinata and looks to her side to watch noel take a sip of coffee (laughs) in slow motion
0: yeah but she's yeah she's carrying a pinata so weird yeah well okay you're not into the artistry
1: it was just such a weird moment to to put in slow motion
0: (laughs) so okay so somebody made this decision right it's probably the director it's probably joanna kerns we're looking at you joanna um yeah what what do you think uh why do you think that decision was made for me maybe my guess on this is they're trying to set up the importance. Like this is going to be a momentous thing, and they're slowing things down so we can really mark the beginning of a change. Like a not a life-changing event, but a an event that will change things.
1: She walks him by with a pinata, and he's taking a sip of coffee,
0: and passes his office. Does not go inside goes into the studio puts on her headphones starts painting
1: so like which is what she should be doing yeah so it, but, but we're plenty sort of, of times.
0: accenting it with a slow-mo uh,
1: i don't know usually we get a slow-mo of like a ben walk away or like you know a wistful glance or
0: which is something. basically what she's doing past his office she doesn't go inside she doesn't interact it was with him
1: just so humdrum that he was just like it wasn't even like he looks at her and she looks at him and or like he's looking at his computer and doing I feel I feel like I was most bothered by the fact that he was just taking a sip of coffee and it completely obscured his face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, that's weird.
0: OK. All right, then. Well, we're just having that moment, but we're going to leave again. We're going to go to the loft uh megan's megan's got a lot to deal with right now so she goes to lila and offers to help her look for a doctor
1: yeah she's looking in i'm guessing the white pages although it looked like the yellow pages hmm. is that wrong yellow pages she, no, she businesses.
0: For- white pages is like personal like residential
1: okay. contacts and yeah. numbers she was correct she's looking up doctors in the yellow pages and then the we get two very um two bombs dropped in quick succession lila one thinks she can get an abortion and two is in high school mm-hmm. and yeah. I was like, oh context yeah this would have been helpful earlier
0: yeah makes sense i mean it's that's not a surprising age difference for them um but yeah uh, this is a big problem for lila um mm-hmm. so did she run away from home
1: guess so or she I couldn't mean, know right she must because have i think have been her gone for a notice. while
0: yeah
1: right for her yeah. parents not to notice i don't know where she's been
0: private school probably
1: She's probably at some sort of like a charter. I feel like if she was in private school, somebody would have alerted her parents.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tricky, right? How has Lila dodged all this? So Megan, Megan's like. Yeah. You've not taken help. You don't have those options. Like (laughs) when she realizes that Lila wants an abortion, she's like, I think that's off the table already.
1: That's, that's not a thing that happens in your third trimester. Seems like she's in her third trimester. Yeah. So it's,
0: you know, Megan's like, look, let's just call mom and
1: dad. Because I don't know what to do. I mean you you sort of see (laughs) you see Megan and she's trying. She is trying, but she she is not prepared for this. Mm -mm. She's Mm -hmm. just like, we need to call our parents. Um and frankly Megan's
0: relationship with her parents is already wherever it stands right now it's tense enough like
1: yeah
0: what what is this is not a position she can be in and um lilo's like well maybe you can pay for the doctor so it won't like turn up on insurance bills megan's like what
1: yeah i don't have that kind of money
0: yeah like i don't
1: i see why you would think that given the giant loft that i am living in
0: yeah but
1: no i have been cut off and therefore do not have that money
0: yeah, and Lila is going to storm out. She's going to leave. Not like a Richard storm out, but uh, uh, she's going to leave nonetheless.
1: She, she you know, puts a coat on at least.
0: hmm Yeah. So we are going to start uh, with some... We're going to get some music entering here, which is going to start... Um, as just like music they put over it, but it is actually diagenic music, uh, ultimately, which it's called Cloud, it's it's called It Does by Cloud 11, which I really enjoy, actually. I don't know what diagenic music is. Yes, you do. We've had this chat. So when music is actually playing in the show, I don't know if this is a perfect example of this, because the song that they're picking here at first it's it's going it's o- going over the scenes like a mon- like it like a montage music would but the song they've picked is actually what's playing in Felicity's headphones
1: ah uh, okay
0: so normally it would be like if somebody turns on a radio and you hear a song that's music that's playing but it's playing from the radio in the scene it is that here but they're also doing the effect of um like it starts as montage music.
1: Okay. Got so it.
0: this one's a little peppy. It's a little, I don't know if I want to say alternative. Um, every
1: time I run, does it say anything to you? It's, it's got like a little, yeah. kind of a... I think we have the same music in this one. Okay, cool. Yeah. 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 It's a,
0: a male band, mm-hmm. um, yeah. male singer. Um, it starts where we start at the OCHEM test. And um, Ben, they get their, they get the test. The, the tests are passed out. They start taking them. And Ben's looking pretty confident. Yeah. He's got this.
1: You're compa- you, you get to compare uh, Trevor and Ben's expressions mm-hmm. because Trevor looks down at his paper and you just get this, oh, man, and he, like, puts his hand to his head. And then you've got Ben, who looks at the paper, intensely looks up. And then it's like, got it. And starts writing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. all right. All right. Yeah. You go for it. You got it. And and then we're going to see a uh, post-test, you know, that Ben walks by Trevor on his way out, but then he stops and looks back and he sees Trevor and Elena hugging and being happy with each other. But Ben kind of smiles looking at them, but he's also probably feeling pretty good that he just... Probably did well on his OCAM
1: test. Um, I was wondering at this point, did you feel like he was missing Felicity? I think he must
0: be because of something Trevor says a little bit later. Like, I think Trevor has been seeing signs that Ben misses Felicity. And so those signs must be existing. And so I want to say that when he sees Trevor and Elena together, he feels a little bit of a pang.
1: Yeah, that was sort of what I got out of it. But he's not looking at them with like a
0: wistful sadness. He does smile looking at it.
1: Like he's happy for them. Yeah. But like, I feel like there was also a little, and I remember what that was like.
0: Yeah. 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 So now the music is still playing. Felicity is in her studio painting. She's got her headphones on.
1: She does. And And these are not like the headphones we have today. They're not earbuds. They're not those giant headphones that cover your entire ear. Like these little tiny Walkman headphones with the foam that went around them, you Mm -hmm. could hear everything while you were listening to music. And everyone could hear your music. So, Including us as viewers yeah this her being uh surprised by cavallo in this moment i'm like
0: really yeah well Mm. she was she was also really focused look this woman is painting a lot of paintings look at the amount of work she's done um cavallo does come in and surprises her it's just pinata art everywhere everywhere the light touches pinata arts yeah he he starts looking around he's like interesting
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then she, she takes them up with her theme. Yeah, she takes them out. And she's like, look, at this is at this point, it's just a study, but it's undersc it's undiscovered contents. The surprises that come after life hits you around a bit. was like, keep it up. Yeah.
1: And I wrote, Well, at least it's colorful.
0: I like notes.
1: that. Yeah, <laughs> I do like that. I, you know, it's something that that can be said that is positive. So I don't just have to say, "Uh
0: uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, she, you know, this is a nice little bit of encouragement from Cavallo and she's like, yeah, okay. And so she puts her headphones back on and she goes back painting. And then, uh, you know, the assumption is that a few minutes lapses. I don't know, a little bit of time. We're going to see Noel in his office and a student is going to come in because he's going to take a call. He's getting distracted, and a student is going to come in with real volunteer firefighter energy about him. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Nice callback.
0: Good yeah. Job. Yeah. And um, he's like, uh, "Mr. Crane, huh.
1: um, I think there's a, I think there's a fire." Yeah. The building appears to be ablaze. Yeah. There's uh, some smoke. Hmm. And, Noel's, and Noel is just, he's, he's confused. He's like, let me call you back. And he listens. No alarm. No alarms.
0: Yeah. No. That's a problem. So Noel's yeah. going to go outside with the student.
1: Who outside never gets his named. office.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Outside I'm his still office. Still inside. In the hallway. Yes. And he's like, why aren't the alarms going off? And, Good you know. question. They're broken. He can't turn them on. He tries. And then we're gonna cut to Felicity painting with her headphones on. And because there's no fire alarm, she doesn't know what's happening. Plus, there was nobody else in the studio. Plus, it's enough time has elapsed that Cavallo isn't there to come back and grab her. All right, conspiracy
1: theory time. Oh, oh. Ready? Cavallo hated her work so much, he set the fire. No. And ran away.
0: No, because that gets disproven by him bringing her back into the art
1: program. No, that was just him co- trying to cover his tracks.
0: I, I feel seen. like that's a
1: really doo, 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 doo,
0: cloudy, yeah. uh, counterproductive method. Just say no, you know? Just say no. Or just say yeah. yes. Why destroy the work? Because. Okay. So Cavallo is an agent of
1: chaos. Yes. Okay. Great. It's going to be just as out of uh, character, I think, here. Because, you know, we've always gotten a Noel who wants to help Felicity out. But it's usually in the creepiest, can I offer you a job for sex kind of way, right? He's not really the, like, let's go door to door and be a here that's more of a ben type of thing to do but Mm -hmm. we are going to get fire not really fighter i mean kind of firefighter noel here who's gonna run down the hallway bang on all the doors and like and uh, the reason he
0: does this
1: um the student
0: is gonna say i hope no one's in the studio."
1: Well, he says that after noel has already banged on a bunch of doors okay, okay and the the guy is following him and uh the unnamed student is like all right we should we should get out uh you know and i hope no one's in the studio and noel's like wait a minute what yeah yeah this is in the studio yeah it seems like it yeah there's so, a lot of turpentine in there
0: sure is and so noel's gonna run for the studio." I'm just, this might be a little too far in the past for us to remember this, but um, do you remember when Noel had to fake a relationship with Censa Yes. in Felicity's freshman year? And apparently Sensa had told them that the relationship started because Noel saved her, like carried her out over his shoulder from maybe a burning building. Uh-huh. Was that what... I remember him picking sense up and showing how he carried her out of the building.
1: I didn't... I don't remember that part. I remember the fake relationship. I remember the, like sausages
0: yeah and he when the weird caviar yeah when he was with those guys when he was with her family they were like tell us the story of how you saved our sensa. and then he tells the story and he does a little i don't know if that's a fireman's carry um the over the shoulder but i'm i think the story was that the building was burning could have been definitely could have been interesting they're calling back to it here maybe um
1: finally gets to live that fantasy
0: i guess so right um saves a woman from a burning building Um, yeah
1: everything that happens from this point forward to the end feels half psa ish and half just like no (laughs) i
0: i enjoy the symbolism of it (sighs)
1: I very much do. You know what? Let's go through it from that perspective. Because from a fully realist perspective, if you've got a fire going on, PSA, you know, tap the handle first because it might be hot. Mm -hmm. Also, at that point, maybe instead of taking all of those, what, towels or sheets or art draping things and sticking them under the door where the smoke is coming through just use it to open the door and put them over you and run outside because Noel had no problem getting to the door and then just slightly you know putting a little a little fire anti-fire dust around it and then kicking it open just well, kick it open yeah was not ne- none of this is necessary it okay. all just pissed me off this okay. entire scene from a realist perspective pissed me off all she's doing is dumping more turpentine on the ground she is not helping herself yeah sure so sure. let's go through it from from your perspective so I can be slightly calmer about life
0: so okay so the the blaze is basically directly outside Felicity's door she's going to Stop! Yes, she's gonna grab the rag to try to stop the smoke from coming in.
1: Her yes, I... thought is
0: she's gonna try to go out the window instead of out stupid. the door.
1: Um, is it? They're on. Didn't they say they're on the second floor? So, so I would assume that this building has a fire escape, but um, not outside that
0: window. Well, so the window is she can't open it, which is a callback to when Noel was struggling with the window earlier this season as well. Yes, um, a different window. yeah, it was a different window, but I guess the windows in this placement. building are, yeah, like not, uh, uh, there hasn't been a on this building. <laughs> so it's kind of, I, it was sort of interesting to see that scene happen. Cause I hadn't remembered that Noel struggled with the window. And then I knew that this was going to happen, but yeah. she can't, she just flat out can't open the window using any implement. But I think her plan was always to go out the window down a fire escape and not have to run through a burning building but she can't open the window and then she gets stuck in the building
1: or in her room specifically to break the glass.
0: No, she doesn't. She's still working on trying to pry it open. When, when Noel comes up, um, the thing that can, this is maybe the part that needs a PSA. Noel gets up towards the door, sees her calls her name and she's like, I can't open the window. He says, no, don't let oxygen in.
1: Is that a thing? Well, I also wondered about this. So first of all, if there's no oxygen, you die. Okay. Now, my only thought is this is a backdraft kind of situation, right? Like she opens the window and whoosh the fire gets pulled through her studio, like where she's standing, It gets bigger and pulled through. Yeah. I'm like, okay. But again, this whole thing is stupid because at that point, he could have just kicked the door open as he does in two seconds. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, but, but, okay. So, but he has to grab a fire extinguisher first. Does he? He
1: runs through live wires because it's an electrical fire. And Which then definitely don't put water on, but also don't put turpentine on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, nobody put water on it, but he's trying to get the fire yeah. extinguisher. Um, so he sprays the door, then kicks it, then grabs for Felicity, and then they run through. This at this point, this fire is blazing. I always wondered about that bit. Don't open the window. Um, I think it's what a the hell job are you thing? supposed to
1: do? Yeah. You're supposed to just open the door using the rags and cover yourself in them and you should have wet them first and then walk out. Also don't put dry rags under the door. You're supposed to wet them. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, if it's an electrical fire, I don't really know. So feel free to correct that. But I still think before you put them under the door, you're supposed to wet them. But the music was so freaking dramatic for like, a door with a hot knob. I'm like... Sure.
0: What? But there was quite the blaze happening outside the room and there were live wires, All right? So just, uh, you know, I I think what... And and then we get this shot as Felicity and Noel exit. Uh, Felicity looks back into the room and you just see all of the pinata paintings burning. Well, you see, like, the whole studio starting to burn.
1: Yeah. But I also am like so she noel says you know get down close to the ground cover your face right Mm -hmm. because smoke is an issue he's out getting the fire extinguisher which is completely unnecessary she starts arranging stuff and dumping turpentine on the floor moving away from the door to get further from the flames yeah yeah and then she goes and sits down on the floor and doesn't get up until noel sprays the door, kicks the door in, walks all the way over to her and is like, take my hand. Yeah,
0: yeah. What is happening? So what I like about this is just the sheer symbolism of this event and what happens after this event. Um, Because Noel has been coming to Felicity's rescue since freshman year. Her freshman year. Yes, he. Well, he's been, yeah. <laughs> yes, he. I mean, he's been the guy that she goes to. Yeah. That's
1: have
0: sex. Yeah. But think about freshman year. Think about like, you know, every time she was constantly going to his room, talking with him about every problem that she was having. He was, you know, trying to, she, he was her go to for fixing stuff, whether or not he That's actually traffic. fixed stuff. That is a dynamic that they have set up. And here he is, he is clearly supposed to be not with like spending time with Felicity. And, you know, he's, he's got the support of his therapist to really set this boundary. And then the universe says, no, we're (laughs) going to put her life in peril. Now what? And so he's going to go back to his old pattern. He's going to, this is the most dramatic example of him like running in to save her day, but he does. She is, you know, she's getting saved in the situation and it brings them closer together for a second. And now he has to re resolve to like, no, that was an isolated incident universe. You're not doing this because she now doesn't have somebody else to run to the way that she would run to him. So she wants to spend a night talking with him. Let's just sit and talk. Let's make hot chocolate. She's going to say that later, but he is like, this is the world conspiring to prevent him <laughs> from like severing, not severing ties with Felicity, but what's the therapist instruction for getting his life on track and b- to do that he has to be away from Felicity or minimize his time with Felicity. And this is the world saying, even when you want to, you can't. And so he has to be especially firm in his choice. And I just, I, I like, you, you know, and I think you can, you can look at this from a 2023 standpoint and you can say, oh, do we need a, do we need another show where a guy's saving a girl? Um, This show has been telling that story. Mm -hmm. You know, with these two characters for a really long time now. And this is a pattern and this is like definitely the most exaggerated version of an event around this pattern. But it is a pattern and Noel is trying to break it. And he has to be like because he was not clear with her about breaking it in the last conversation. She had to break it off on his behalf. (laughs) And this is like, after this fire, he has to be like, hard. No, I'm not coming inside to talk with you. I'm not like, I'm not doing any of these things. And he even takes a step to, I'm not, he's not, it's not that he's trying to put Ben and her back together, but he does her a solid in how he communicates the events of that night to Ben So it's just like, he's, he is like, literally this whole pattern, my relationship with you, the, everything about us and our dynamic has been set on fire and I'm starting over. And the reason that I can feel that way about this episode doing that is that he actually does.
1: Okay. I mean, if that's what, this took I mean look my summary was Ben passes Okem Felicity gets into you know the painting seminar and Noel gets over Felicity
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that was my three
0: yeah
1: um I mean look the the man is putting his life on the line in this way too dramatic way but fine he's putting his life in the line for this woman and what is she doing? She's like, you know, yeah. Takes his hand, doesn't say thank you. She's looking back at her work. She's not feeling romantically in any, like, in any way, shape, or form. Feeling like, oh, he saved me. It's romance. Um, mm-hmm. Like even if Javier is going to tell her that he's your hero, still not. This is Mm -hmm. not Prince Charming. Um, So I I don't know if he notices this stuff, but at the very least, I don't don't know what it is about this moment that changes everything for him. I get that it does, but I, I don't know why.
0: The the fact that it changes everything for him, which is not a fact you would know yet, except that I just told you, um, is why uh, this episode feels important to me, because he thought he was changing everything at the end of her junior year, like the final episode. He was like, that's yeah. it. Never again. Not doing this. And I was like, Hey fish, that's not a thing. <laughs> you know, it was like, cause you feel like in that moment, he's so resolute. This is yeah. going to be where he gets his life on track and he makes his firm decision. And I sat there the whole time knowing he doesn't.
1: And-, and I felt like that was such a stronger way to do it than this. Maybe Mm -hmm. just because I don't yet understand this, maybe this will be explained later, but like this is so over the top that I'm just like, first of all, it's over the top just in general. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it makes no sense to me why a fire would change your ability to set boundaries,
0: I think, well, I think that it's a heightened event. There was heightened emotion around it. I think he probably notices that she she's not like, they've got real friend energy coming out of that. Not like, oh, you saved me. Let me give you a big kiss. Um, I think that Noel would not be able to, set the limit without all the things that happened earlier in this episode where the therapist is like, you get that this is an issue with Felicity. Right. And like that Felicity presence in your life is what's allowing you to hold yourself back. Um, yeah, he got
1: that at the end of season three. Like I don't, yeah, now he has the support. This of, is necessary. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now that he, well, cause it didn't happen they spent an entire yeah. summer together they were closer than ever they had sex they were closer than ever you know yeah. and she's been she friend zoned him after that but he was just so lost and he had nowhere to go except to continue to have those conversations with her he spent a lot of time alone he spent thanksgiving effectively alone yeah. um and like he's been a wandering soul, very lost, very confused, but because he's not like being clear about where he stands with Felicity, he still has this connection to all of these people. And she still keeps visiting him and they still have these chats. And I think, you know, the therapist, it didn't, it wasn't just once, it was two different sessions that we saw with the therapist in this episode where the therapist was like, Let's minimize your time with Felicity. And then Noel struggled to do that. And the therapist was like, Hey, remember we said you were going to minimize your time with Felicity. And then, you know, Noel has to convey that to Felicity and he can't even say the words and he makes her do it. And it's so weak. Like it's so not having strength in your conviction. Like he can't even be clear with her about what he needs. And, you know, but she makes that, that separation and she doesn't even understand it. So, you know, she's going to keep coming back to redraw the line. And then the world throws a fire at them. And he's like, what the actual hell? (laughs) Like he saves her and then he sends her on her way. And I think it's a really important moment for Noel because it just is. And, you know, it's a very dramatic moment in his life end in the show and i think in a crisis situation there'd be a lot of feelings that come up but i think this was him saying but i'm serious like i really do like no matter how much the world tries to keep putting us together i have got to create some separation here and knowing that he does helps me
1: yeah i guess i just feel that even with all the drama of this moment it's still really anticlimactic for me because he was so strong at the end of season three. I would have bought that. He had Ruby, right? I would have bought that he, that he and Ruby just made it, right? This weird, I don't know, three minute fire scene being the thing that finally gets him over Felicity. It just, it doesn't make sense to me.
0: I don't know that he's over Felicity. I think he's he's decided to be done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like it just, this moment, after all the other strong reasons that we have, Leon and Ruby and toilet paper gate, like this I think it that's where the symbolism very... feels good to me
0: where it's like we just literally sat there and t- we burned their relationship to the ground
1: we didn't we burned her art and she was fine and the relationship was fine he she took her took his hand and I don't know I, I don't
0: I think this I is sometimes it. what it looks like though, when you set a boundary, like I think a lot, most of the time it's not particularly clean. And I think it's these moments where it's like, all right, you know what a crisis happened and it put us back together, or maybe it doesn't, maybe it's something that's a much smaller deal than this, or maybe it's uh, you know, a family event and it puts you back in contact and then you have to make a decision on whether you stay down that road or not. And everything that Noel's been trying to do and everything that his therapist has been trying to do is the opposite of what is about, like the natural trajectory that should evolve from this fire situation would be that Noel comes back to Felicity's place. They have hot chocolate. They continue to, you know, be the friends that they were. And Noel, Noel is just putting his foot down with it and to me that means yeah sure he's gonna save her life like they're gonna save each other's lives but like this isn't a reason to draw him back into the everyday of it and he uh for me this is the burning of their relationship
1: or at least the one they had yeah I don't know. I guess I would have just rather it had been something normal.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, but look how many normal things they've had. And he,
1: but he he still kept going back to her. mm, This, this is not, this is not doing it for me. (laughs) It's just (laughs) not, I don't know.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Well, all right, then let's go to Epstein bar.
1: Ben be a drinking. Mm-hmm. Trevor's um,
0: gonna be drinking. He's gonna. He's just showing up, and he's not happy about the soggy fries. He's not, but he's gonna eat it anyway. Yeah. And they're they're both situationally they're both waiting for their results for their OCAM test. Ben's stressed,
1: and Trevor takes that as he's stressed about Felicity. He's like, mm-hmm. then just call her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's, it's not about her. It's the test.
2: Trevor's and said Trevor's sure. like, oh,
1: yeah, sure. It's about the test. Well, That's it's really, about the test. Yeah. Let's go check our our grades. I'm like, eh, a little forced there. I, <laughs> I
0: actually forced. really like this, though, because it tells me how- – there's a comment we got about Trevor, but you know, I'm, I'm going to save that for another episode. Um, I, To me, that tells me who does Ben have, you know, like in his orbit right now, who does, who does he confide in? Not a whole lot of people. And, you know, Trevor, as annoying as it is that he's farting around with Elena <laughs> when they're studying, Trevor knows enough to like, you know, Ben has this one night stand. Is it? Would you could? Is it a one night stand if they've with Lauren? If they've been seeing each other, but they just had sex one. night I don't know. Yes. um
1: it's still so one a one night, night stand. stand if you only have sex the one time. Like you okay. can still stay friends, I guess. Can see each other before and yeah. Okay.
0: Well, okay. So they have it. He has this one night stand. He's clearly like whatever he's been saying to Trevor. Trevor's on to it he's like you're you're pining for Felicity he knows it I doubt that Ben was saying those words to him like yeah, I doubt that Ben's yeah, been talking to him specifically about Felicity Trevor is just savvy enough as a friend like in and I don't know empathetic enough to be like oh this guy's hurting and I think I know why <laughs> it tells yeah. me a lot about how Ben's been moving through the world
1: I just I guess in this scene, I feel like Ben is actually stressed about his own test. And Trevor bringing up Felicity might make Ben think about Felicity. and And maybe he's then denying it. But there is not a logical step for me between I don't believe Ben isn't over Felicity and let's go check our grades.
0: Well, I think Trevor's like, okay, I think because uh, something that I'm reading from this is that one of the reasons that then so threw himself into studying is to distract himself. Yes, he's trying to be a really good student. But I think studying is his way of avoiding thinking about felicity and avoiding being it's around a felicity coping
1: mechanism.
0: Yeah, it's a coping mechanism. And I think Trevor's on that so when when ben's like i know i'm stressed about the test and he's like all right well then let's just deal with that and then that won't be your thing anymore and we can just like that's not it it won't be the the focus
1: anymore um yeah he's still got like three and a half more years worth of doctoring programs that he doctoring classes that he has to take
0: yeah but at least he'll be heading into ignoring, a ignoring that. holiday break i don't know like you get a sure. second to breathe. Yeah. Um. um so, okay, we're going to cut from that for a moment. We're going to see Felicity sitting on the edge of an ambulance. Yeah. Um, With
1: more of the music. And at this point, I started getting annoyed at the music because I was already wow. annoyed that this whole, like, dramatic fire thing happened.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm like, ugh, this is annoying. And she's just covered in soot.
0: Yeah. So is Noel, for that matter. Yeah. Um, And Noel's going to bring her a blanket. Mm-hmm. And he gives us the exposition that we needed. It's an electrical mm-hmm. fire. Nobody was hurt. And they're just quiet. They just stay quiet for a moment. Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's go. You know, I mean, I feel... I don't know. I wonder if in this moment she had said something romantic to him, how he would have perceived that. Thank God that didn't happen.
1: He says... She looks up, and it starts to snow, and I didn't really think it was snowing. I thought it was just ash, but apparently it is really snowing, and she's standing there with Noel, and, and looking up and going, pink snow. This city is so beautiful when it's least expected. It just leaves them staring up at the sky. Yeah, and they get at the, the white pretty shot. pink snow. It's yeah. pink because of the fire behind it. Yeah. And I'm like, I do think it's an interesting.
0: Mm. There have been a couple times when, um, you know, can't wait to see what the, the city looks like when it snows, you know, that whole bit with Ben. And she's that, that that's been a callback a couple times. And... Um, I think this is an interesting riff on that of pink, of Look, the pink
1: snow. Sure, she can be overly optimistic right now, but I'm your cynic, and I'm here to say yuck.
0: I'm willing to about our ratings are going to be so different <laughs> with this. Um guys. I like this episode. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's a, it's a romantic idea, but it's not romance directed at Noel. You know, it's romantic. Like, not like thank you for saving me. You're my hero. I just want to melt That's into right. your arms in the snow. You know, like she's not doing that.
1: She did not turn into a southern. She didn't
0: turn into a southern um, woman.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I mean, it's a moment that could have been her. romantic, and it was not. But I do wonder, like, if she had done that in that moment, how, would his boundaries have just fallen Absolutely, off? Absolutely, hundred percent probably so (laughs) we're gonna go back to Hodges office and I I so enjoy this scene so Ben and Trevor they knock on the door to see how they did I mean kind of feel like they're not supposed to be doing this Hodges probably wanted a moment to himself they were supposed to check his tomorrow (laughs) yeah Um, but Hodges lets them in and he gives them the results we're gonna see Trevor's first he got a
1: 79 which I couldn't believe I know I mean, I guess I I like his reaction to Hodges. He's like, "You can really teach." Um, (laughs) Hodges is stoic. You know, maybe some sort of weird osmosis came through Elena. Yeah, Trevor.
0: Yeah, Hodges is stoic with Trevor. You can teach, man. Um, Then he hands Ben his paper, and you just see this beautiful red ninety-five on it. Ben is a little stunned. And Hodges has just the smallest, slightest bit of a smile. Oh, see, I didn't see a smile yet. Not quite yet, but it's a little bit flickering there. And Trevor's like, 95? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, (laughs) Like, that's an A. You got an A, man. I love that, like, because what we needed was to see Ben and Hodges have this moment of connection in their eyes. And then Trevor is just like, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah and And ben gets he's very happy and they're gonna exit and i didn't see any hint of a smile until they are outside at which point hodges gives us a smile like no
0: hodges smiled at ben before they left the room ben sighs deeply he starts to smile hodges catches his eye and he smiles a bit but then when they leave the room, he That's smiles when I bigger. noticed
1: That's when I yeah. noticed the smile. I thought was that was they so left freaking the touching. Yeah.
0: Uh, just a moment of connection even in their eyes. Like Ben's like, oh my god, how'd I go to 95? Yeah. And Hodges is like, oh my god, how'd you go to 95?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all inside. It's pushed down. Yeah. Um, but I... I liked, I did like this scene. I... I felt like the smile was pride and happiness for Ben. Yeah. And probably also some relief that Trevor wasn't dead.
0: And, you know, if we have in the past sort of made this parallel to like father, the fatherly presence that Hodges might have. And I think... I just really like this for Ben. Um, and I like this for Hodges too. I don't know a ton about Hodges, but I feel like and I do. You I know he
1: has a son Ben's age.
0: Yeah. For some reason, even though his character is meant to be so stoic, I feel like I know so much about Hodges.
2: Hmm.
0: Like, I feel like there's a real richness and depth in their relationship, even when we haven't actually gotten that many words. Um, between them it's I don't know I don't know what I don't know if this is the actor just killing it I don't know if this is just a story I wanted to see told for Ben I don't know
1: I feel like there is a connection there and it is special especially since at the beginning I think we saw Hodges who was burned out and didn't really like his job And didn't have much faith in his, it was sort of like a, a, yeah, I have to fail a bunch of people. And then it's like he finds a special student. Yeah. And something ignites in him.
0: And if we remember the very first time Ben went to go to OCHEM, he was like five minutes late and (laughs) locked out, and Hodges would not open the door for him.
1: Not only that, he was like, do it again, you're out of the class.
0: Yeah. And here, Ben shows up as outside of office hours, not when he was supposed to get his grade. Hodges opens the door for him. Yeah. It's a nice moment. Just make me really happy. My heart's a little warm just sitting here. <laughs> um, Now we're going to get, we going to take a left turn to the loft. Yeah. Megan's mom is here. We are not going to see Walter. Uh, I but mean, we do see Megan's he's,
1: mom. He's probably off at the castle making sure things are running smoothly in Transylvania. Or maybe there's I don't know if Megan
0: has contact with her dad at this point. I would like, assume I don't, not. I would assume not too. So I think there's something I I it makes me really wonder what's happening outside of this scene where Megan must have called the house. And got through to her mom. I don't know who picked up the phone initially. She said, mom, you need to get here. And her mom comes. And I wonder what conversation happens back at the Rotundi
1: household after all I this. have a feeling that Megan calls, asks for her mom, has not spoken to her mom since that mm-hmm. disastrous dinner with her father. Mm -hmm. says like it's an emergency I need you here maybe Walter's out of the country Mm -hmm. right like I don't feel like I feel like her mom shows up both feel like if Walter had been there he would have shown up with her
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um so I feel like maybe he's got some business thing and it just makes everything simpler with it just being her mom
0: It makes things simpler with it just being her mom. But I think whether or not, um, I think it's interesting kind of, no matter what, because it feels to me like the mom's going a little rogue here. Yeah. Um,
1: but I don't think it's rogue to the point of she snuck out of the house. I think it's rogue mm -hmm. to the point of she didn't call Walter on his business trip to talk this through.
0: Okay. Yeah. It's definitely a theory, but it feels like both of us think that she's doing this sort of outside of the, yeah. outside of the confines of what Walter would have wanted. Um, yes. I don't know what Walter would have wanted had he known that his daughter, one of his daughters was pregnant,
1: but I honestly, think, honestly, I think Walter is not a stranger to setting limits, right? Like, I think Walter would be like, all right, you're going to, you know, uh, summer in the Alps. Mm. And when you come back, Adoption. your child will stay with the nuns. Yeah. And none of this will have happened.
0: Yeah. I think we've got a, we've got a consistent read between us on Walter here. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is, you know, Megan's mom is sort of heading into a danger zone on a lot of levels here. It feels like, and, and
1: um what pisses me off is you said, you said, Lila only gets one, one episode. So we're not gonna get to see the resolution of this, which really bugs me. Cause I wanna yeah. know, like at this point, Megan marrying Sean is looking a whole lot better, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, And we don't know what Lila's choice is gonna be. We have to assume if we never hear from her again, that either she gets disinherited or and raises the child or gives up the child and somehow her mom's
0: reaction it doesn't feel like that it feels like it
1: feels like her mom is going to go to bat to support her but the thing is if her mom goes to bat to support her and wins i feel like megan gets taken back into the family because that be. breaks Walter's whole, you can't disrupt my life in any way, shape, or form.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Like, this is how life is to be led. But unless we see that, yeah, you know, I have I, to assume that Lila gives up the child.
0: Could be. Could, well, and maybe the support of her mom is to that extent. You know, yeah. like she's going to get a hug, she's going to get support, and this baby is going to get adopted. You know, like, I I don't know. Yeah. Um,
1: that uh, is my thought.
0: Yeah, I, I it's kind of interesting to see all the ways they present her mom in yeah. this episode. I'm not going to ding this episode for what they don't do in the future, but I mm-hmm. wish that they would have given us more with this family dynamic for Megan, because I've always thought it was interesting that the first time we see Walter and Faye, you know, it's, we're just Looking calling to, to, to confirm mailbox. our arrival. And <laughs> then, you know, they show up and it's the floral dresses and the museums. And, and then at some point Megan is totally fine to dress like her, how she normally dresses in front of them. And then, you know, she gets married and then there's this, you know this rift with Walter probably both of her parents and um somewhere along the way Megan stopped being Maggie and started being a person who could have a sit-down conversation with her mom like get your shit together (laughs) you know like I take care of your daughter here yeah
1: like that that was Megan being an adult and I appreciated it
0: Yeah, I think it's so interesting and I kind of wish we would have seen this journey in more detail, but we've just seen these flashes, these little windows into Megan's family. And I think for as much backstory as they, have or like as many side stories as they've given Sean, Mm -hmm. this was right there for Megan.
1: I agree. But I just at this point assumed we weren't gonna get anything. So, like as I was watching it, I was like, Ugh, I'm so sad. We're not gonna yeah. actually get any resolution on this, are we?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but basically, Megan and Sean and Megan's mom, who for some reason I want to call Sue, but I don't think that's her name. It's Faye. Faye. There we go. <laughs> so Faye are sitting at the table and uh Faye is like, so how pregnant is she? Sean's like, she's really
0: pregnant.
1: Five to six months
0: was his estimation, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking, well, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking third trimester.
0: Yeah, I was thinking like seven.
1: Yeah. But who Who am am I to know? know? End of six. I mean, by the time you're showing that much, she is skinny, though. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Look. It's somewhere between one and nine. Yeah. Tell you that. Yep. (laughs) Sure. Uh,
0: This show, once again, proving to us that they do know how long a pregnancy, a human (laughs) pregnancy lasts when going to full term. Um, Anywho, I'm not bothered. Okay. So (laughs) um, mom's got some concerns. Mom is instantly showing us what she's all about. Yeah yeah what are the neighbors gonna think mm-hmm. megan's like uh same the booths will probably not be that flustered because the same thing happened to april some years back
1: and yeah yeah and like, the fact that they didn't know that uh just goes to show how everyone dies with this yeah also lies of omission freaking pregnancy stories are we gonna have in this show we're gonna have a lot okay <laughs> just this I was like really one more <sighs> all right couldn't um, be something else she got like a I don't know a weird tattoo no pregnant and Megan's like all right look mom uh I pregnant she is wandering alone in the middle of New York City at night in the snow. hmm And you want to talk about the neighbors? And school, because her mom immediately was then
0: worried after after having the neighbors concerned like squash. She was like, What are you gonna tell the school? Then he's like, Stop it. Yeah. It's not,
1: it's not all about you. Mm-hmm. It's not about you, Faye.
0: No, it yeah. is not. It's like, did you notice that your daughter's terrified of you? She made me, she came here. She made me promise not to tell you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that You should through.
1: be the person she goes to.
0: Yeah. She needs a mom. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you hear I that, know. Faye? Yeah. Faye. Faye did hear that, to her credit. She did. Um, the buzzer's gonna, the, you know, the buzzer for the apartment. We're gonna hear that. And Wyla starts to do the, hey, hey you. And Megan doesn't call back. And she says, "I'm coming down."
1: Yep. She Uh-oh. throws on a really nice red coat with a pin, and uh, she's good. She's not going to surprise her poor sister. No. With the presence of a fae upstairs.
0: Yeah. So we are now going to switch over to Felicity Knoll coming off the elevator, going walking towards Felicity's apartment door yeah notice Noel did walk her home he does not live there he walked her to the door um yeah he did and then she wants more she's like she does want to come in get some hot chocolate chat yeah. please nope.
1: please please are you pleased with the... no it's <laughs> <was> just like <laughs> nope not happening he's very firm but he does give her a hug. And to me, this is like, all right, he's being as supportive as he can be. Like, he's being as supportive as, like, he has the emotional bandwidth for right now. And he's like, I also want to shower. Um, yeah. I did not realize the import of this moment. But sure.
0: Yeah. So he's, he's given her the old, no, going to go home, get cleaned up almost 9 p.m you oh boy look at the time <laughs> and Liz is like you sure you can't come in
1: but uh, yeah she's pushy we know that yeah um but also dude needs to take a shower so yeah, he's he either doing it at your place or his place and I kind of feel like the no was coming from a place of I'm not coming in to either sit full of soot and drink hot chocolate with you or to shower with you in a place that has only one bathroom Mm
0: -hmm. and 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 yes it does mean that in this moment and also knowing that he's actually going to be setting limits with her it also means i'm just not coming in
1: yeah um i mean good to know i guess
0: yeah yeah so Good, good job
1: no good on you
2: hmm
0: shower alone yeah so um we are going to go outside the loft where it's snowing still and we've got a Megan and Lila scene Megan's like uh so mom's upstairs uh.
1: yeah she's like sorry
0: yeah um Lila yeah. apparently was just investigating her options for getting an abortion and found out she didn't have that option yes
1: she went to a clinic can't get an abortion. I love how they never say the word abortion in this.
0: Yeah, yeah. am um, very careful about that. It's
1: interesting. Yeah. Um I feel like if you're gonna talk about something, actually talk about it. I am, you know, we all feel differently. Um, you know, I'm not saying one way or another how I feel, but I'm just saying if you're gonna have a conversation in a show. You should be able to use all the words.
0: Well, I don't know people. what types of, I don't know what was being censored at the time, if anything. Yeah, you know, like, I don't know what a network would say no to or yes to. I'm not sure what that, where that stood at that point. So I, I don't know. I'm fairly
1: if... sure in the 90s you could say the word abortion.
0: Okay. So it might have been the show's choice.
1: I think they just wanted to use the word the euphemisms. Options,
0: maybe? Yeah. I yeah. Know. We know what they meant. Really? Um, Megan's gonna say okay look I'm here for you but you need a
1: mom yeah which is nice since upstairs she had just told Faye hey you need to be a mom yeah your daughter needs you
0: she is putting in that
1: work you know Megan has been trying
0: on both sides to to get them to be able to bridge this gap um Lila's like she's gonna make this my fault Megan's like I won't let her Lila, it's probably your fault, though, right? Well, like I mean, you not all her fault, um, but like it. This doesn't seem like uh, an assault. Like this seems oh. like you made a choice here, Lila. Um, yeah, I
1: think that is correct. However, I think that there were two. There were at least two people present.
0: That is absolutely true. But so I, it's think, not
1: all her fault.
0: But I think if, you know, Lila going upstairs and being like, it wasn't me, like I, that's not going to work here. <laughs> okay. Like that's, there's no, no point to that conversation. I agree.
1: I don't like think that's I, a
0: thing. it's a bit of a clunky piece of dialogue for me, but I guess um, that's Lila's worry. So Megan's going to protect her, I guess, from that. And they go upstairs. I like this little bit. Sean is occupying Faye by showing
1: <laughs> by showing yeah. her
0: the sock shirts and he's like, <laughs> Megan's so smart. This was all her idea. And yeah. Faye's just like, Oh,
1: I know she really <laughs> does. She really does like it that he's complimenting Megan. And, and I also like the fact that Megan offered to Lila, she's like, all right. Um, yes. Maybe you can stay with me. So she's like, all right, I'm going to try to put these two back together, but worst comes to worst, like, I am here for you. Yeah. But fortunately, when Lila comes upstairs, mm-hmm. what we're going to get is a teary hug.
0: Yeah, mom smiles. Her and her mother. Mom faye's heart breaks a little bit when she sees lila and she gives her a hug yeah Mm -hmm. reassures her and you see this this look that exchanges between megan and sean and i feel like megan kind of feels like i did the right thing good sort of satisfied and sean's proud of her yeah good on you megan well, there's a lot of baggage in this family right now, you know? I mean, I think the fact that Sean was able to have this moment with Faye where he's like, look at the sock shirts, look how great your daughter is. Like, yeah. that was not, before Lila showed up, that was not really maybe on their radar that they'd be able to have a moment like that with Faye.
1: Yeah, and this is why it bothers me that we don't get to see what happens. Because I, I feel like what happened with Lila should allow Megan to come back into the family. Mm. Yeah.
0: Do I remember exactly like what we hear third hand Mm -hmm. about this? No. But do I, do I think that we were going to get a lot more Faye and Walter scenes? No. So, Mm. yeah. Sadness. I do think it was such an interesting, like, you know, missed opportunity for the show. I think that there was... Uh, if and especially if we were going to look at like parody and screen time or story with storylines mm-hmm. between Sean and Megan, yes. this was so right there.
1: I mean, we could have had another lactose for breakfast moment, yeah, Just yeah, uh, okay. Like the whole family shows up in sock shirts for the holidays,
0: yeah. uh, that'd be interesting, perhaps
1: the high holidays, yeah. Well,
0: we're gonna go back to felicity's apartment felicity is recounting the fire situation to javier
1: noel saved her yeah javier is like noel is your hero she's just kind of like yeah yeah um so blase about it i'm like oh man he did nothing you tried to burn yourself up with your turpentine yeah
0: He wants to throw out her smoky clothes and she's like, no, I want those. I want to keep them. They're a souvenir, a reminder.
1: Yeah. I, I don't understand this yet, Mm -hmm. but I'm hoping that somehow the fire with the clothes are going to make it like into her art and it's no longer going to be about stupid pinatas.
0: uh that is is my hope yeah damn it we're gonna go (sighs) back to the loft um ben i'll enjoy this scene too uh ben is late night cooking he's celebrating he's making food and i know look at that ben's cooking and it's not a disaster i know and then sean sees him and he's like what do you want, Sean? I'm making food. And um, Sean's like, what What are so excited about? And uh, Ben goes, I got an A. Yeah. Sean's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Like, he's so excited. He's, he's so... so happy
1: for him. Yeah. He's happy for his friend.
0: Ben is just his buddy, and he got an A. And then this is interrupted by Noel entering. All yeah. so this is,
1: a, this is a very different Noel entering than every other Noel entering this season
0: yeah this is a little bit like i just came out of a fire i think i'm coming down from fight or flight right now he's like rubbing his eyes covered in soot there they freeze yeah what just happened to noel noel looks at them and he's like fire in the administration building
1: (laughs) and ben actually asks if noel is okay he's like oh i i Like, are you okay? Like, I mean, the guy's covered in soot. Yeah.
0: Noel's like, yeah, but Felicity was there. Ben freezes. Is she okay?
1: Yeah. That look that he has is, and we get to see it a couple of times. Um, Because Noel does say, it's like, yeah, she's okay, but she's freaked out. But the look that Ben has on his face is just like, I could have lost her.
0: Yes. And that's the look I think Trevor has seen in some context, like not in the she she almost died in a fire kind of context, but like the, whatever's under underneath that, like he misses her.
2: Yeah. Trevor's,
0: I think it's why Trevor said the thing he said earlier. I think Noel saying, giving Ben this news and the way that he delivered it was, uh, you know, uh, it could on another episode be a weird place to go with Ben, but it it sparks Ben and that's a favorite of Felicity.
1: It is. And I mean, Noel doesn't say here, yeah, there was a fire and I rescued Felicity Mm. from it. And she like asked me to cut, like, that's not where he is right now. Right. He's got it. Ben's the guy. Yeah. He loses so instead he just kind of gives ben information you know it but the right information like the right amount of information right Mm -hmm. he's like there was a fire felicity was there and freaked out but like Ben activate your hero complex totally fine right (laughs) he's like Felicity was there and Ben has to ask is she okay Mm -hmm. right and and that's why I feel like it's yeah he's missed her but there is a big difference between missing Felicity having the option to forgive her Mm -hmm. and thinking she actually could be dead yeah So I have a feeling that this really catalyzes, you know, sure, he's going to call, but like, I think this is going to be the thing that gets him back on track, which of course, I guess, then they have to throw the whole Lauren pregnancy into. (sighs) Correct. Really?
0: On all accounts. But they're going to do, this is the episode before the mid-season finale. So next episode they need to get them on track and mm. then the beginning of this the last half of the season they need it's to get them thrill. immediately off track. Gosh. Um
1: this is so frustrating.
0: Yeah. And then they're gonna, you know, the Noel will follow sort of a like they're just sort of like gonna sort of ha- have him like in this land of wherever we are. Like he's he's just sort of like floating in the next episode. And then they're gonna bring Zoe back in. Um This is going to
1: get real complicated.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're just kind of at that point in the season where they have to tie up some loose ends. you know, like you're coming in for a mid season finale. So you need to get to some story endings, some story potentials. Like they're trying to figure out how to get everything where they want it to be, to go into the back half of the season. Um, Mm -hmm. But what your instincts are good here. They're, this is, it's such this exchange between, again, like once again, Ben and Noel always have these powerful scenes and this, there's so little dialogue here, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just like, and, but, but look at everything that you feel like there's so much context to even just the littlest of sentence structure.
1: Um, And the looks, I mean, it's the lingering looks hallmark of this uh this show
0: and s- something about Noel being so like I think that coming down from fight or flight also doubles as like I've had enough with like I'm like tired. I'm delivering this information and the fact that I've said Felicity's name is not meant to start around 607 between us like this <laughs> is you know this is just the information you need yeah. um and I am now going to shower <laughs> <laughs> like it's it, it just felt very right energy and then to be matched by that really causing a bit of a red alert for Ben yeah um and knowing that Ben has this hero complex and that Knowles called him out on it in
1: the past but also it doesn't get activated for felicity very often twice so far mm-hmm. so like And she doesn't need anything right now. She's been rescued. Mm -hmm. I mean, if anything, Felicity, I feel like, is the one who rescues Ben most of the time. So um, I don't know. There doesn't seem to be anything he needs to do. But I think it's good that he he wants to know how she's doing.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to go over to Felicity's apartment where Javier is bringing the phone to Felicity because it's Ben. Ben called. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and we are going to get the conversation with the most things unsaid
1: <laughs> that I put that down too I was like there is so much unsaid ah. also there's classic rock for me in the background and mm. snow
0: I don't remember what was musically playing but yeah they did keep the, the snow thing going on um then <laughs> it's just it really like to repeat I mean, what they say isn't this scene. You know, yeah. it's just like, Ben's like, you okay? You were in a fire. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, we're, or Noel said you were a fire. She's like, yeah, we're okay. Elena said you got an A. Ben's like, not a big deal.
1: Paul's like, it is. Right.
0: And that. But what um, they're
1: actually saying is. Felicity, I realized you could have died. And I have to know that you're still alive. Are you all right? I love you. I love you. I miss you. I wanted to hear the sound of your voice after you almost died of fire.
0: Um, i like, no, I'm fine. Um, you a, which is great news because you've worked so hard. You study so hard and you deserve this. And I know this has been a big priority for you and you've really come a long
1: way, Ben. I am so inspired by you. You definitely did not deserve to be cheated on. And I am so Uh sorry. All I want is to be in your arms again, but I feel like we're floating away on icebergs. No, but I'm not going to talk about icebergs. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's my bad. My fault. It'll never happen again. Never. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's (laughs) what the scene actually was.
0: (laughs) You are welcome listeners um ben ben says so elena and javier are there you're not alone yeah so like yeah i'm fine thanks for calling congrats again Mm -hmm. um reed do you
2: want me to come over
1: right (laughs) i believe what he meant to say was you up yeah i mean these two these two I know and I put it's heartbreaking uh, because they're both still in pain but it's yeah. still hopeful
0: the Ben the congrats again to to Ben and then the uh, the awkwardness of the pause the long awkward pause and then the whispering goodbye 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 I know. goodbye you hang I was up. like uh, no you hang up <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> listeners did we just a ruin this scene for you or b make it much better?
1: I'm mean, probably a. I would vote b which is weird. Okay. That
0: almost never happens that we disagree. Okay. But um, also I'm I'm the cynic. Yeah. <laughs> um <and laughs> this scene I'm telling you it's like on paper they yeah. just it's not what it is on paper. Okay? No. Now, oh.
1: reading the script for this is um it's you're right it's the least said things in a conversation
0: and, and just get 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 comfortable for the next like half an episode with these like whispery saying nothing conversations where everything should be said um <laughs> give it another also. half episode uh Okay. God. um i wonder though with something like this because it's meant to be a phone call i wonder if they were speaking to nobody probably so like they probably were so like i that this would be especially hard to get the timing down but i think that the show got the timing just right in the editing yeah because it's like oh man this is rough um It needs to be awkward enough for us to feel the awkward, but also awkward enough for us to realize that there's like pounds of words they wanted to say that they couldn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's awkward. It's heartbreaking. But still, the fact that he called and they had this exchange and the things that were unsaid were positive. Mm Mm-hmm where there have been conversations where things have been unsaid and the unsaid things were really negative. Yeah. Yeah. It's like why I feel hopeful.
0: I suppose that is a turn. It's a, it's like a turn you have to feel it's a turn. That's not explicitly said in the, in the script, but like uh, you're right. Everything that was being unsaid was an expression of love. Yeah.
1: These two. I love you. I love you. I love you. I
0: know. You up? Uh, Yeah, I think. um, Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Benjamin. Um, Felicity. Um, So, okay. We're going to go back to the studio. It's the day after the fire.
1: Loved the layout of the burnt studio. A lot Mm -hmm. of care taken with this. I
0: loved all of the shots of it. Like, they they really put a lot of effort into the the props department. Props to you.
1: Pun intended. Um, <laughs> the, so lot of... proud of herself that she <laughs> just said that.
0: <laughs> I, was, I just savored it for a second too long. Thank you for coming to <laughs> our um, They, I think they really put a lot of effort into just how they set this studio up, both for the painting scenes, the burning scenes, and this scene. Um, but kind of every scene they've been showing her studio they've been putting a lot of thought into it. Maybe it's, maybe it was a hard space to set up. I wonder.
1: I don't it know. could be because it, they do tend to kind of group stuff together. Like mm-hmm. it feels like at times they have to make it seem bigger. So multiple people can fit. Yeah, And sometimes they have to make it seem really small. So that like Felicity's mess is all around her. Like
0: somehow I never really feel like these studio scenes are cluttered, but they are still showing us a lot of work. And it was even like that with the Eli stuff.
1: I felt like it was super cluttered with when she was doing the pinata painting. There were just so many paintings. There were a lot of paintings. There were a lot of paintings. It was very productive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, okay. We're seeing the studio the day after the fire. Cavallo is in the studio first so we enter with Kabala already there he's walking around he's seeing just the ruins of all the canvases yeah and then felicity enters and she's kind of stunned she's like oh man well so much for all that um and he's like yeah. huh well uh, she, she makes a joke about needing an extension
1: i know that was a little rough for uh no name guy from before
0: yeah couldn't
1: get the extension for him
0: i mean not that, not that they had ever set like a deadline to her yeah. applying for the honors art program but
1: i think it was just a joke
0: yeah cavallo uh is feeling compassionate here he's, he's like you know but i really liked your work that i saw before it all burned to the ground <laughs> um he says you know it's the kind of work that students in the honors art program do
1: yeah. I'm going to need, um, Melissa to, um, plug her ears now for a moment. Uh oh. Go for or it. Or unplug her headphones.
0: Go for it. Just, just let it rip.
1: Okay. I think this next line deserves just like buckets of puke buckets. Uh. This is the worst line. Oh, okay yeah want to say it is it the no. pinata bit?
0: i don't want it to have been said ever well he before he says that he says like are you still interested just like uh, "Ah, yeah. yeah
1: all of that was fine
0: yeah okay then he says your pinata took another hint let's see what spills out as a result
1: <sighs> yep it's the theme disgusting what happens
0: when you have a theme fish uh so now we're gonna get to noel boxing some stuff up in his office and felicity drops by because she hasn't gotten a hint to give him a pinata (laughs) this is so weird i wish that the exchange that they had over this pinata would have been the exchange they had over the book that she tried to give him the last, <laughs> right like just take the damn book and she throws it on the ground what if this pinata just was thrown on the ground and all the candy spilled out
1: i don't think there's any candy in it okay i think she's just giving him the pinata
0: okay he needs um, a
1: bowl, for the record It is a bull pinata probably not in an actual callback to the bullfighter
0: but i want it to be
1: i do too um but yeah He's he's cleaning out his stuff. She's carrying another pinata. And instead of slow mo walking by while he drinks coffee, this time she's coming inside.
2: Yeah. To
1: give him the pinata. As a thing, you know, A, thank you for saving my life. And B,
0: surprise, congrats, celebration. I got into the Elders Art program. Um,
1: yeah, because yeah. the traditional gift between two white Americans for one saving the other one's life is in fact a pinata
0: well you know it's part of the theme fish what was the theme again pinatas undiscovered contents (laughs) but all pinatas I see see. um
1: so here's the undiscovered contents she's like are we so we're just like not friends this is not a thing we're not friends anymore
0: so I can't drop by and give you a piñata.
1: <laughs> right. So like the thing I'm doing right now is like hugely invasive oh to what you were just trying to do before, even though you saved my life.
0: Oh, man, and Noel's like, we're friends, but I need to change some things. So like you need me. to get back
1: on track. Well, he's like, I need to change some things about me. Yeah. And Felicity goes, Why? I love the way you are. <laughs> like of course you do. Elisky. He comes to your beck and call. You've got a little whistle that only he can hear. I know. My gosh. She's <laughs> like, okay, but you
0: need to get back on track. I right know. I feel like this would be a lot easier for Noel if he could just be like, do not contact me for two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> give yeah. her give her some Time give her something concrete here because she is not getting it
1: no Um, but noel is gonna he is going to take it and he is gonna take it as a win he's there with his therapist and he's like i did it did you know yeah uh not
0: really but maybe this is going under the theory of like when you start even if it's just micro steps like if you start to set limits maybe it gets easier maybe you build a little momentum i don't know he's not he's not being especially articulate about these things
1: look if her. he has a bull-shaped pinata in his new office he did not do it I
0: know.
1: that is the line i am drawing
0: yeah well he says you know it's weird letting go of something i thought was so important but i can't wait for her anymore
1: he says it doesn't feel right to wait around for her anymore yeah and i think that that sentiment could have been really well done through the whole fire scene mm-hmm. you know he realizes he has put his own life in danger mm-hmm. right? and yeah. you know he gets a bit of a sense of mortality And he's like, she, like, I saved her, and of course I would do that, but she didn't appreciate it. She's not coming to me. Like, I have a life that actually can end. There's no reason for me to be waiting around for that. Like, this could have been done really well. It just. That is how it lands for me.
0: Yeah, that is how it lands for me. Um, Obviously, it missed the mark for you, but it lands that way for me. And because they hold to that and they let Noel fly a little bird on his own a little bit more (laughs) after this. I mean, they have to kind of like, you know, know, tie a little bow on things next episode because it's an season finale. So you can't just like open up new storylines necessarily. But um, we're not going to see it. We're not going to see. And then they spent a whole summer together uh <laughs> doing food fights and the cross repel. like the, the, that's not where this is going you know like noel says i can't you know i'm not gonna can't wait around for her anymore and he means it okay i mean and good, he'll hold she, to has, it.
1: she hasn't been waiting for him at all
0: and that doesn't make it easy that doesn't make it like you know he just suddenly stops missing her but it does make it like well this is what he's doing
2: yeah.
0: so i think well, I, good for I, him finally Good for him. Ah, (laughs) Finally, My (laughs) God. Um, As we said, this is not a spoiler-free podcast. So you have been spoiled on the rest of the season. Anyway, so um, there we are. (laughs) That is this episode. And uh, Fish, Lord only knows what you're going to come up with for this. But (laughs) let's go to the You're the Worst segment. How many people slash what is the worst?
1: Fay Faye is the worst. Making her high school age daughter's pregnancy all about herself makes her the worst. I get it, Faye. It cannot be easy being married to a vampire, especially one who is such a dick. But imagine being his daughter, You've already disowned Megan because of Sean. And now what are you prepared to lose both your daughters and your grandchild? It's time to give vampire Walter what's for and bring Megan, Lila and Sean and your new grandbaby back into your blood sucking brood. If you do that, you will no longer be the worst. O negative for all. Cheers. Wow. Fish is yeah. coming for Faye.
0: Yep. Yep. Faye, you're the worst. Well, there you have it, guys. That's who's the worst. Um, wow. Well, Fish, you know who's the best?
1: Our listeners.
0: They sure are. We have kind of an assortment of all sorts of feedback here that is oh, yeah. kind of interesting to bring in now. So I
1: haven't been allowed to go on Instagram, so I don't know anyone's responses. These are all gonna be just just new because even though Melissa completely spoiled me on the season, apparently she didn't, and there are well,
0: I I, I specifically told you to steer away from a Zoe post that I did um, because I was worried. Yeah, that but then I, I was
1: worried completely spoiled you on all might- that lead into other posts oh
0: yeah i hear you i hear you well we are heading into the after you listen to this tape you have to erase it segment where we hear from you our listeners and oh my goodness how to even sort these so the first the first thing is a short comment but boy was it pippy. um at ruby and simba 13 says elena is retaking the class because of the mcgrath thing you know, the class we've been wondering why she's been taking it with Ben and Trevor.
1: Uh, was that Ochem, though? I thought he did a special seminar for was it wasn't his class like some special seminar? Yeah,
0: it was a special seminar. So, but I'm I am willing to take at Ruby and Simba 13's comment wholesale to explain why she's in this class. Okay. I'm in it. You know what? Ruby at Ruby and Simba 13, if that makes me less angry. <laughs> <laughs> then it's fine with me all right yeah i mean it's a See i think you can I mean. take some leaps with that logic like okay maybe she can retake the mcgrath seminar because mcgrath is probably fired i, I don't know so. um so maybe this was like that i want to retake a class maybe this is what
1: they assigned to her <laughs> okay um, congrats I yeah i feel like she and and uh tracy kind of smashed ochem though wasn't that like their whole relationship was around ochem
0: was it i don't know enough to know what on like what content they were like
1: meeting and always talking about and making weird ochem jokes and flashcards yeah oh well okay if it makes you feel better go for it
0: Okay, well, we've got a couple of sort of like Ben and Felicity breakup, sort of the storm episode related comments. And I wanted to pull those in here. So, first of all, uh, at comb me maybe was really feeling a certain scene in the restaurant, they say. When Ben's head dropped the moment Felicity started rambling excuses at the restaurant and then she started saying we were at the roof and Ben was like I don't want to hear a blow by blow gosh um, <laughs> this was more of a venting session for at me maybe than a question <laughs> but fair, I fair feel enough. you we were saying the same thing. <laughs> that was hard to watch
1: we were indeed <laughs>
0: But at insta.mickey answers a question that we posed because it was like, is the iceberg speech iconic? Like, what it, mm. am I am I out of my mind when I say I hate that speech? So at insta.mickey says, answering you guys, for me, the speech is not iconic because of all the reasons you said in the podcast, but Scott is so sweet. The music and the montage were great. I can't believe either that she didn't say sorry or promise to back away from Noel. That was the least she needed to do.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. We agree.
0: We were not fans. Not fans. Mm-hmm. We came down on her hard. She was the worst. Um, okay, I've got a little bit more from at Ruby and Simba13 here, because this was just like a an assortment of thoughts that was very interesting, but separate from the Elena comments. So, uh, at Ruby and Simba13 says, a couple comments. First, regarding Megan's wardrobe. I've loved everything except the wigs and Halloween 60s garb, but she transitions from her goth era, which is worth a lot of money now if you look on Depop under Y2K. It's what all the hip girlies are wearing, to what I think is mainly just trendy for the time. Juicy tracksuits and such. She keeps the slightly 60s theme, but it's very subtle. Next comment is regarding vicious thoughts on Megan's friendship. I agree with Melissa. Megan started defending Felicity when Ben went off with Avery and she's on the phone with Ben. She says Felicity is like her little sister and she loves her. She says it twice. That's her first long speech on her feelings for Felicity. You guys forgot about that one. Megan has been backing Felicity for a while prior to this episode. I hold firm. (laughs) Typical. At Ruby and Simba 13, do you see what I'm dealing with here? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I do agree uh-huh. that the wigs were not the best. That is the least favorite part that I have. But oh. um, yeah, the whole fairy tale, the fairy tale, uh, like love affair or whatever that she talks about. Nope. Mm-mm. Okay. Okey
0: doke. Um, we appreciate our listeners and all their comments. Uh, we've got one more and <laughs> this one is, look, I basically have already been spoiling this for you fish, but we have a comment that I feel deserves to be put here. Um, and this is from Galena Druks' treatise on Noel, Ooh. um, in her a section about why Noel, one of the things that she shared was, my disappointment with the show actually is that past season two, they never allowed Felicity to have those feelings again for Noel. In season three, he kisses her and she rejects him. And in season four, she sleeps with him as a reaction to the problem she's having both personally and with Ben. In this way, I feel that the writers honed in on Ben and Felicity as end game and threw Noel in as a problem every now and then to reignite the love triangle. But as I said before, the love triangle has a double-sided arrow between Felicity and Ben and a one-sided arrow going from Noel to Felicity.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, This comment, I think, totally applies to this being sort of like the, the Noel sort of closing this chapter in this episode. But let's take the last five episodes of the season out of the equation. Because uh, they're just weird. <laughs> they just they just like open up a lot of different stuff uh, in all different areas, and it's not the season proper. So Galena's Galina's comment probably applies the most to this
1: episode. So we'll we'll consider those five apocryphal. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean. Past season two, they never allowed Felicity to have those feelings again for Noel. I mean, I guess, yeah, they did have it in season two, for sure. Yeah. There have just been these blips on the radar with her, but I think we've both sort of been like, she's just not, even, you know, and then having sex with Noel on the roof at the start of the season, it felt more like a coping mechanism than a love for Noel.
1: Right, which kind of, that has always bothered me with the, like, Noels in the drawer. Mm -hmm. right because if noel's really in the drawer then explore that but that's not what happened on the roof Mm -hmm. what happened on the roof was like consolation you know just i don't know weird comfort um Mm -hmm. so uh I feel like it would have been more interesting if Noel had actually been in the drawer, but I, I'm just kind of feeling like maybe she, he wasn't. He never really was in the drawer, at least not at that point in time. He somehow got out of the drawer and ran away. Okay. Do you? But you do you feel he was in the drawer for season one? Yeah, I feel okay. like he was in the drawer for season one. I feel like he was in the drawer for. You know, parts of season two. Um, but yeah. I mean, Felicity may have taken him out of the drawer and like thrown him away, but like I think it's pretty clear. There's no mm-hmm. real romantic feelings for him after a while. Oh man. Yeah.
0: Ugh. well, listeners, we love you. We heart you, if you will. You. We really appreciate your feedback and fish we get to rate the episode now and i cannot wait <laughs> to see where this goes who goes
1: first who went last time we have no idea, no, no. We have no idea. <laughs> all right i'll go first okay. um look i stand like fast again in my summary of ben passes Ocam. Felicity gets into advanced art seminar, Noel gets over Felicity. How long did it take me to say that? That's all of this episode that I needed. Like the rest of it out the window. Like I don't I don't care. I, I wasn't convinced about any of the fire stuff. It was weird and anticlimactic. Uh, we never find out what happens to Lila didn't think we would. Um, and I don't know. I liked, I liked the phone conversation where nothing was actually said, but everything was said. I will give them that, um, pinatas did not like, uh, yeah, basically just it's pretty much a a bit of a nothing episode for me so i don't know like i did i did like the phone call and i liked the art studio once it burned so maybe like a 2.5 okay yeah
0: my rating is almost entirely constructed to stick it to fish (laughs)
1: Is it pinatas?
0: Then my unit of measurement is pinatas, and I'm yeah. giving this a 10 out of 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are not. I am. I'm doing it. Because why? <laughs> because it's our podcast, and as one of the people on it, I can do whatever I want. All right? And I thought to myself, is it too much? Are there problems with this episode? And I thought, no, I love it. Okay? What? So, yeah. How? Because no us. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I love. Look, symbolism. I would
1: understand your rating of the whatever for the lovelorn because it was like a completely non Felicity episode. Mm-hmm. I loved it, ten out of ten. But like for me, I feel the same way as you did for the lovelorn one. Like okay. this is just a non episode. a a
0: non-episode this whole entire thing was about the original like this was a null versus ben episode
1: oh come on
0: and it already won most basic form yeah but it's interesting to me that they could find any sort of a way to come back to basically the first question and answer it
1: but they didn't they'd already answered it they just set a fire for the fun of it
0: they, the, for me, the fire was beautiful symbolism of the end of the romantic, like any sort of null being in a drawer. Like that, it is off the table as of this episode. It's been off the table. They they lit it on fire and they watched it burn. <laughs> I I appreciate all of the metaphor, all of the symbolism. I. Appreciated getting a chance to see a little Megan stuff, even though it won't be followed through after this. You wouldn't know that watching this episode unless I told you. Um, so I I like that they gave us another glimpse into Megan with her family. I love that they had some of these really great scenes. the The Nolan Ben scene at the end, the Ben and Felicity phone call, where it's just like a mountain mountains of context mountains of unsaid words in very lean dialogue and it all reads through because these actors are so good um i i the the fire is dramatic but but it may, in the context of a season that for me is more often not as great than the other uh, seasons i you know a lot of times this season kind of lulls me to sleep and I never forget what the fire episode is. You know, like for me, I know it, it's it's got these really memorable images, the the canvases burning. You don't, the pink snow. There are certain things that I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this that's this episode where other there's some other episodes this season that I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Um so there's a real sense of place for me with this one. And I just and, you know, as much as it's like, well, what about our side characters? What's their story? I do think it's interesting that for a moment we have an episode that gets back to our core three and answers or begins to answer some questions. Um, also, if you're somebody who wants to see Ben and Felicity together, the most hope you've had in a minute <laughs> has been that phone call we had at the end. Um you know, to leave an episode with that feeling because, you know, over the, over Thanksgiving, they hook up and he's like, Nope, this, I shouldn't have done this. And you're like, ah, you know, but if you wanted them back together, the fact that they leave you on this note at the end of this episode feels more hopeful. And it feels like you said, I think there's a lot, the stuff that's unsaid is, is an expression of love, not an expression of hurt. So, um, it's it's nice to see the fire kind of cleansing things, I guess, for their relationship. And for Noel, it's about time this guy took care of himself, found a way to move on. And you wouldn't necessarily know that coming out of this episode, but I know that it's happening. So I like it. And I'm giving this one, much to the chagrin of fish, <laughs> 10 out of 10 pinatas. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, that's your rating you she get to, you get, it to do so it. <laughs> you get to rate it however you want
0: sure do hey listeners we want to hear what you think because my god 2.5 out of 10 versus 10 out of 10 is a pretty big spread <laughs> who who's with fish who's with me you're making firm decisions here <laughs> uh, no we love your thoughts we want to know everything that's going on for you. The good, the bad, the ugly. We're we're pretty polarized on this. I don't know if there are people who are kind of sitting in a middle zone with this one. Um, who knows? Who knows what's happening out there? So tell us, send us your feedback. Maybe your Felicity fan. Draw us your pictures of pinatas. Okay. Um, send them to themelissafish at gmail.com. That's Melissa with one L, two S's. themelissafish at gmail.com. Also, get get to be part of the conversation. Join us over on Instagram at Felicity Podcast. And if you want to know when we drop new episodes of this podcast, you can find out. We'll send you a newsletter if you sign up for it. So go to wherever you're listening to this podcast, check our show notes, and you can see the link to sign up for the newsletter there. And hey, while you're there, rate and review this podcast. Hopefully the rating won't be like Fish's rating for this episode, okay? <laughs> we're encouraging you to, to get excited, all right? That's what we're hoping for. But you rate, you review, you you let people know because that'll help other people to find this podcast. Fish, mm-hmm. the next episode that we are going to discuss, the mid-season finale, is called A Perfect Match. Now that I've spoiled most of the season for you, what do you think? <laughs> is going to happen in a perfect match
1: well um apparently there's going to be a lot of whispery dialogue between Felicity and Ben where nothing is said but everything is said for half of the episode and then I don't know what happens for the other half of the episode perhaps they realize they're a perfect match um Since it seems like the whole Lauren thing doesn't happen until next episode. So, yeah. I mean, I'd really like it to be that Richard finally gets a girlfriend. I I really wanted that part of my predictions to come true Mm -hmm. for Richard. Yeah. perfect map but that's unfortunate because they're gonna call them a perfect match and then they're gonna rip them apart
2: it's
1: not cool okay it's not cool well I'm gonna
0: plant a seed for you Uh, one of the things that will be really interesting to watch next episode is um next episode they clearly filmed it before September 11th interesting and
1: after September 11th, are there pictures of the twin towers that they then had to edit out?
0: Well, I'll I'll, I'll leave all. I won't spoil the specifics of it, but I think it'll be interesting to see. You know how and if that weaves into the conversation, which I guess it has to now that I mentioned it. But um, mm-hmm. it it's it's like in a post 9/11 world, it's like oh my gosh, like there's a whole scene where you're like, wait, okay, whoa. We don't live in this world anymore, um, but they'd already filmed it. Hmm. So it's yeah. uh, it's going to be interesting because I know we haven't necessarily spotted a lot of those pre-post sort of moments. Y- you thought maybe you spotted one in the Thanksgiving speech from Javier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Could have been, you know. To, it's one of those things like, do you reshoot? Do you do you edit something differently? But this one they couldn't do differently, I guess. Yeah. maybe they could have i don't know maybe they could have reshot it but uh it's it becomes sort of a time capsule of its own so all right interesting yeah yeah
1: well that's uh a lot of stuff that we said about this one fish i mean we said a lot of stuff for me thinking it was pretty much a nothing episode
0: sure
1: (laughs) um yeah anything
0: else you want to say about a nothing episode that I gave okay. a 10 out of 10 too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, Fish, don't hook up with Ben while I'm gone.
1: Bye, I'm Fish.
0: Bye. Bye, everyone.